Hello everyone, welcome to the 2021 Drunkcast, right at the end of the year. It's me, there's going to be a load of familiar faces, people who've been on the podcast so far this year. That is the So Far So Rare podcast. We're hosting this on my YouTube for something a bit different. And a big hello to everyone who's in the comments. Chad was in straight off the bat saying this is going to be unreal, can't wait. And he did that hours before the stream, so I love you Chad. Jay Fraz is here, Mike Baston's here, Eric B's here, Chani Sports is in the house. The Joe, Phil Wakeman, PK Random's here, So Rare Chester, Understudy, everyone's here. Doc1806, XMK, Ali, Haydinho, and I think that's about it for now. And yes, you may have seen, any of those eagle-eyed viewers, that I'm wearing my beautiful Atibo shirt that good friend Hoodwink gave me. This jingling might get annoying. If it does, I might need to remove a few. You'll need to let me know. But we're here. We're here for the drunk cast. I'm going to have a few drinks. We're going to talk absolute shit about So Rare for, I don't know, an hour and a half or something. And yeah, it's not going to be like any other podcast. If you're listening to this in pod in podcast format with no visuals, don't worry. It's not going to be a very visual podcast. You're just going to see me and the guest chatting. We're going to ask, you know, that kind of generic stuff like end of the year things, predictions, how was your year, that sort of shit. And ask you in the comments on YouTube for what you want us to talk about. But... We could sit and look at my mug all day. If the jingling gets annoying, do let me know, because I will start taking them out. But it'd be nice to keep them. And the last thing I actually need to say is, we're going to culminate the swear jar. So for the month of December, every time I swore on my podcast, I was given 0.01 ETH to charity, which is probably like 350 now. I haven't got the total numbers here. I'm hoping to get them. Um, I was ho- I'm hoping to get them while we're live, and then I'm going to add on however many times I swear from this point on, because I haven't counted the now. So, the swear jar will be happening throughout. I don't um, I don't have much hope, really, do I, when I'm drinking cans. But, let's see, this should work. And it's my handsome friend, Quinny. Quinny, you're here. Welcome to the stream. Can I Thanks not hear you? Much. No, no, there we go. I had to unmute. Sorry. Thanks very much for having me, John. Pleasure to be here. I was no, going to say before we come on, this is the third. This is the third in a row. This is brilliant. This is the third in a row you've been here. Our drunk cast, eh? Jesus, Quinny. There won't be many people can say that. You could be the only one. I can't remember the other ones. I think it's because I drank so much. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a tradition. The other ones were about different, um, different platforms. This one is obviously about so rare. The first ever, the inaugural, isn't it? So rare drunk cast. Yeah. Um, here's the many wow. more. But yeah, um, Aaron John's in the comments too. He had Mort's. They're going to start hurling abuse at me. But yeah, if as I say, I can really hear these be- beads on my beard, the little baubles. Can you hear them, Quinny? In, uh, I can hear them, but I can't see you. So I don't know if you're playing with them or something, or if they're just wafting in, in the air as such. But I can hear a wee jingle. But it's festive, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. I've took out one, and I think it's going to solve a lot of the problems. But, Quinny, look, what we're going to do today is there's there's a bunch of guests that I've kind of teed up for tonight. I don't know what time they'll be here. I don't know if they'll even show up. If anyone really, really wants to come in, send me a message on Twitter, and if we get to the stage where no one wants to chat, I'll go and look through my Twitter DMs and see if anyone wants to come in. Um, and, Jeff, we're just going to, I'm going to ask you a few questions, Quinny, and see what you think. So the first question is going to be, what is your highlight of 2021 on so rare now i'm sure you had some brilliant things personally but big question about what happened on so rare um well i don't know obviously we were kind of 
you kind of set me up with some questions before we came on and stuff. But I think like when I was thinking highlight, what would I think of my so rare highlight as? I kind of think of it more in a kind of football sense, so like a card that came good kind of thing. Mm. Um, and for me, the majority of my summer, like a lot of my big wins, especially in like the Super Rare League and whatever, was like down to Barco, and he really caught fire. Like even away from SO five, he'd really done really well for me, and he was doing you know playing some pretty good games. So following his year, along with I'm gonna get a close second for that same kind of thing with um, Jordan Larson. He'd he's had quite an up and down 2021, but um, I'd probably say SO5 wise, they were the two guys that I had the most fun kind of following this season with the different cards that I've had, one and sold and bought and one and whatever. What yeah. about you? Do you know what's so funny? I have these kind of five or six questions here, and I have to say I haven't looked at them myself. Um, <laughs> I honestly haven't. What was my highlight of the year? I mean, look, if we're talking so rare specific, I'll have to have a little think and I'll maybe drop it later in the in the podcast or in this stream. After I've talked to a few different people, I'll have a think. But from like a so rare related thing in general, I think the vlog for me was a big step. As you know, um, being in the kind of content world for me, that vlog was just kind of months in my mind and actually getting it done and executing it and showing that it can be done. It kind of was a big moment and I was at a wedding and obviously I was home for Christmas and everything and chatting to a lot of friends and family and like they've all watched it, do you know, which is kind of weird because I think it's it, my content's been separate from my personal life for the whole time I've done it. And now it's like people in real in my real life are saying they liked watching the trip to Barcelona and it's great because then all those people are like, oh, now I get what so rare is kind of <laughs> or I watched the tutorial then. And then there's the yeah. whole, I didn't realise how much money you had in so rare. And it's like, oh, this is a bit awkward, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I think um, if we're talking so rare specifically, if we're talking cards and players, I don't know, I'll have a think and I'll drop it before I, I, I leave the stream. But um, in terms of like so rare related things, actually meeting people in the flesh, first time I've ever met internet friends, different stuff like that. Um, it was a big moment. So I really liked that and hope everyone watching did. But... God, was great. Yeah, thanks. And um, I know, Crony, I can't, I can't say anything, I won't say anything, but we've both got big things planned for 2022. It's going to be a big year, man, honestly. Super exciting. And that's the thing, when, when you asked me about my highlight for the year gone by, it was really hard to like figure, uh, oh, remember that one time this happened, or think about this, because I've been much like yourself, and I'm sure a lot of managers who are sitting watching the stream, your, your focus is always forward. You know, you're always thinking the next two months, the next three months, what games are coming mm. on, what might happen with the platform. So taking that wee step to look back, I was kind of like, well, what did I look at? This is my highlight. And that's why I kind of went back to that football thing. But but yeah, my next year is going to be, oh, it's going to be so good, man. Man, I can't <laughs> wait. And look, we're going to see each other at some stage too. Yes. Have we, is that, is that a secret? If that's secret, I'll that's to, secret. I'll get to find out if you're actually a catfish or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tell you what, like we we put our faces on camera all the time. I was a bit scared when I was meeting Hoodwink and Alberto and the boys and Samuel, like. But um, is is the is our kind of rough plan maybe to meet each other some stage? Is that under wraps or is that one we can put out there? It's up to you. Yeah, well, I, yeah, but well, it's the same in terms of yeah. I, see, I, the last you know we kind of spoke about it was me, you, and Hendo were talking about catching a game or whatever. But beyond that, like yeah, shoot off, man. It's basically just for like the next vlog. I was hoping to do I, like it's not for the vlog. It was planned before I'd ever oh, done a vlog. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So basically, this is exciting. People, I hope hope people are like this. So, and I mean, like, I'm assuming we'll put it out there and kind of let people know roughly where we'll be and when. If anyone wanted to be in Spain and and catch a few beers some evening, but look, a lot needs clarified near the time. 
But there is a loose plan that's a little bit more than loose because I've booked time off work that me, you and maybe another manager or two, I won't drop any names, are going to head out to Spain and catch a game and I'm going to vlog it all, which is going to be great. And you'll, you'll make your own content, I'm sure. Um, but I'm really excited because, I mean, as you say, this is the third Christmas that I've spoken to you, which is it's mad we've known each other that long, isn't it? Crazy, man. Honestly, I've seen my missus. I was like, oh, I've got the... I said to her, like, um, two or three days ago, I was like, oh, I've got the drunk cast thing to do with John. And then she's like, how many of them have you done? And I was like, actually, that's a, that's a good question. And I had to really think about it. And I was like, yeah, mm. man. So I remember, I remember kind of each one, like, because I had to obviously, like, separate the kids and whatever. Tonight, thankfully, just by coincidence, they're getting watched, which is... Um, I'm pre-lubricated coming into the stream this time rather than <laughs> catch up, you know. Um, Normally, you you were I think you might have been on the Devil's Lettuce one of those years. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. <laughs> well, well, uh, I think the first one I I was just I, I was smoking more than drinking because uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big drinker per se. Like I've had like Finney's can see the camera or whatever. I had a wee bit of polish before I came on tonight, and um, that's maybe like. Since the wet, I get married this year. It's probably my my outside of sober highlight. Or definitely is my sober highlight of the year. And I've not been, you know, I get drunk at the wedding. I maybe get drunk once before that this year, and then mm. tonight I've had a wee bit of wee bit of syrup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was saying like before I come on this, like to my girlfriend, I was like, I've done nothing but drink for like ten days and eat. I've put on. I think I've put on another stone. I actually woke up this morning. I was at a wedding yesterday, and I panicked and I went and ordered some like meal prep thing, clean cut meals. Um, to like deliver me meals and try and get me like to lose the three stone I've put on over COVID in January. So wish me luck. Um, I might have to do a dry January. But bottom line was, I was at a wedding last night till pretty late. Woke up today, had to go round to day two, had a few civil ones, and here I am with a plethora of alcohol in front of me. You can you can call me the Exorcist Quinny because I'm going to clear the house of spirits. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> but anyway. Look, big big things ahead in twenty twenty two. Very very exciting. Um, what was your low light so rare wise? In fact, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I have my highlights, so I may as well just give it away now. Um, my highlight was definitely in like March when I like podiumed three times in like two weeks. Yeah, I, I have been. I don't think I've won a star rare since. It's been an absolute disgrace. But um, I won. I think I won Chiro Mobley, Manuel Neuer, and maybe Nuno Mendes. Might have been another player in there. It was it was a nice like, couple of weeks, like, and it was just it was in the middle of the Gary V boom, in March, um. So it was like one of those where everyone was worth a million quid as well. <laughs> Even though I think we're back to some of those prices now, but anyway, that 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 was probably my highlight of the year. So rare wise, what was your low right low light on so rare? Uh, I've got my low light as being Ao Tanaka's transfer to Bundesliga two. And just mm. Carlos Vela, period. He was just such a fucking... Did you have any down. super rares in them, or were they rares only? They were both rares. Um, mm. But the Vela, I got, like, when MLS first came out, I got in a really good trade. I won't bore people at home if I've probably heard about it too many times. And this season, this MLS season that we had this year, was like, right, finally, I'm going to get Vela like, out the bubble wrap, mm. and I'll get a shot of him. And it never really... You know, he had the odds. You know, he scored maybe about eight goals or something this year, a couple of assists, but there were so few and far between and injured and COVID and whatever. Yeah. So him uh, just being a pure letdown, because I expected him to be like Tadic level, Depay level. Yeah. And it never really happened. And Eo Tanaka just leaving the J-League this year, going to Bundesliga 2 into oblivion was a right kick in the buzz. <laughs> yeah. I, ha I have to say, I think my low light, everyone knows, if you follow my YouTube, if you follow my podcast, it rhymes with Schmurgel Schmanschmike. Um, 
and it was definitely the low light. But it was definitely a lesson. I haven't got caught up in as much of a FOMO kind of trade since. That was brutal. Pavel was rubbing his hand. Pavel messaged me yesterday and offered to buy my gallery, Quinny. Him? What did he offer you? He offered me 71 and I sent him. I sent him. I sent him my video, and I was like, "Listen, I valued my gallery two days ago at fifty-seven ETH." And he said, "He's just sent me a message back after he obviously watched the video or something, saying, okay. <laughs> yeah. just left. <laughs> just like, You're okay. full of shade, Pavel. He he messaged me, my old friend Pavel. He messaged me, and he was like, "Here, I'm interested." And I copy and paste job, and I was like, "Pavel, how much are you offering?" And he offered me thirty-three ETH. Right, which is supposedly seventy five percent, which is more than yours, which is strange, more than your offer, because I I would have thought you had a bigger gallery than me, unless I've just bought loads in the last three or four months and you haven't put much money in. In that case, maybe I'm catching you. I'd be interested to see what so rare data says, but I was just sort of I didn't even look like so rare data. I think almost undervalues my gallery. Um, and I was talking to someone. Who was I talking to? It was in a message. Where was I talking to? Anyway, you know who you were if you're watching, but basically. Basically, that made me laugh. Alex Dobbins said, somebody the best so rare content creator and Nellis on my screen. <laughs> I agree. Um, the What was I going to say? Yeah. My gallery, Quinny, you know this. I, t- I talk to people on the podcast sometimes and I look at their I look at their, their galleries and I'm kind of like, you have 14 million cards and so rare data says your gallery's worth less than mine. And it means you have a lot of bump. And those type of galleries, 75% of your gallery value is probably a bit more fair than it is for the likes of myself who prides himself on the quality of my players in a sense. Yep. Do you know, like there's no way I'm giving you it for 75% when I have people like Trent Alexander-Arnold in my gallery. You're, you're basically asking Trent for 75% of the price. Pavel, not a chance, my friend. Do yep. you know, it, it doesn't work like that. I'm not giving you Courtois all black at 75%. So it doesn't work like that. You need to come higher whenever there's higher, bigger quality in the gallery. If someone has a load of shite that they've been gathering for a year, two years, and they just want rid of a load of it because they're all a bunch of random Asians or injured players or people in Qatar, it's like, okay. But um, but I suppose Big Pavel doesn't have time for that whenever he's... Aye, like on SRD, my, my gallery's valued at like 42, 43. So I think that 75% kind of rings true with the offer I got from him. But mm. the problem I've got with that is like Nameka and Darwin are both valued at about an ETH. And yeah. both those guys, you 23 strikers and all the rest, of it, you know, they're two to... Depends on who you're talking to and whatever and what, what kind of form they're in. They're, those guys are 1.8 to 3 ETH, give or take, you know, and a yeah. few different... You know, so I've got a bunch of guys. I've got, as you know, a bunch of one-offs as well that I, I put a wee premium on when I'm valuing it, of course, because mm. that's the whole reason you buy the fucking things in the first place. Absolutely. That, um, for the background, whether it be some American guys or like, some rookies or first-year prints or whatever. Yeah. So um, I wasn't expecting it to come back with like, a bigger offer or anything. I was thinking, what would what would my current gallery, like if it came back, be 60 or something? I might have really thought about it. I mean, do you know what? New year, new me, you know? <laughs> I was thinking it would be amazing content. I was like, That's all right. I thought if I got a 60, I'd be, I'd be right game for it. So like if my gallery, according to Sorority, is worth like 45 or something, 44, let's say there's a few super rares in there. I think like Melvin Bard is still valued at like 0.4 or something, which just isn't the case. Yeah. So there's a, there's a few super rares in there that are drastically undervaluing and dragging it down. Let's call it 58th. If he came at me and said, John, I'll give you the 45 8th. <sighs> It's one of those where it's like, I can't even be arsed with that task of rebuilding everything. But at the same time, it's like, that could be fun for like content. Like, it would be great for content. It's, wouldn't it know, be amazing? 
I think it would be more beneficial to somebody like me and you doing it versus like man on the street because like mm. going through that in today's climate, price of ETH, price of cards, etc. And you know, you could do all sorts of stuff. You could even just go, this one ETH is to do like an ETH bashing team twelve months, you know, or whatever. You know, you could do so much. Yeah. So I did. I did have a week and a hmm. I wonder what it would take for me to do that. And I thought, about upside and downside, upside being a wee bit of content and maybe just a wee bit of mistake correction. But I've got some rares that. In today's market, I would never buy a rare of. I would buy mm-hmm. a limited if I was that motivated enough to get yeah. a card for them. Um, so I would probably, like, I can get a limited Tevez now, for example. But those kind of guys, I would get already. You know, you know. So I would, I would definitely reshape me quite a lot, which would be yep. interesting. I, I absolutely hear you. Um, so I think I've had a couple of people saying that in the comments that um. Has anyone mentioned Wesley yet? Yeah, Wesley was the mistake. Uh, he was the Smurgel Schmanschmeich trade. Um, and the most embarrassing thing about all that, that I don't scream too loudly recently, not recently ever, is the fact that I actually added like 0.2 ETH onto that trade. It's not even just a swap. I gave him 0.2 ETH. It's sickening. That was my low light, hands down. Quinny, predictions for 2022. I actually am going to do a video in the next week or two. I did a predictions for 2021 video back in like February or March during the boom. You can go back and check out my channel after this if you want to see how I got on. But I'm going to review that video um, in the next couple of weeks and put out a video of like the the review of the predictions type of thing um, and maybe make some predictions for 2022. But have you any big predictions? You know, there's a lot of talks of big, big sites on big, big things at the minute. Everyone, Nicholas has got very, very vocal on Twitter Seems to be very, very bullish, big man. You know the platforms. I'm not going to say it's burning down around them. It's not burning down, but it's there's a lot of a lot of discontent and people grumpy over different sorts of things, and it seems pretty stagnant. Yet big man's out there swinging, making big statements. It makes you think he's got something up his sleeve. Do you know what I was thinking? Even me and you were in a chat somewhere, and somebody mentioned like, "Oh, Nick's getting Nick's tweeting a lot these days, and he's liking these tweets related to this and all this." But I was thinking like. We all know how much Sovereign is worth. We all know how well they've done financially over, over the last 24 months or whatever, right? But imagine right now when Nick's doing all this big tweeting, he's maybe like he's in his mum and dad's house in some wee, you know, <laughs> it's basically like some guy at his mum's house over Christmas and he's just, oh, not at work anymore. I'm just going to sit on my phone, watch some TV, you know? And he's just like on Twitter, just like interacting with stuff and just loving it. So <laughs> I had to be kind of chuckle playing a playing a wee scene out in my head about a guy sat just... there worth hundreds of millions just sat there feet up on his mum's couch it's the first time see, he's had a bit of breathing space in months see, see the way you were talking about your family members watching the vlog that kind of thing but he's in like a wee french village somewhere and all of that well so nick how's your company doing he's like oh yeah pretty good and you know <laughs> uh, but you know you but you know like whenever what i find like you know someone like nicholas right he could come from pretty humble beginnings or he couldn't i have no idea oh, yeah. do you know but like to his family, God knows who they are, what they do. Your company being worth four billion, they mightn't realize what that means. They might just be like, "Oh yeah, geez," but you're like, "It's the company that you work for." Do you know, they mightn't be like, Do "You know, it's your fucking company." I cursed, didn't I? Um, and you have to call me out for cursing in the in the comments. But that's a really funny dynamic. It's the whole like Nicholas sitting there, you know, feet up on the couch. You know the uh, the the meme with the guy crying in the corner with the mask on, smiling. And yeah. It's like they uh-huh. don't know that I'm worth X amount. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing but um, he has been very vocal and he is liking tweets around Premier League I mean he is indeed man maybe he is just having a few too many what, what, are, what are they what are they drinking France wine 
Wine, is that I'd their thing? That, yeah, it's, it's got to be wine and champagne, isn't it? Wine and champagne. He's sitting there having <clears> a few champagnes enjoying the year and he's sitting there tweeting, just liking Premier League comments because, oh, a man can dream. And everyone is at home being like, he's liking the Premier League. The Premier League's coming. Because that's all anyone's talking about. Now, I have to say, I have been really disengaged the last two weeks. Just like anyone else, it's almost like a full-time job through the year, particularly when you're making content and you're making podcasts, you're making videos. You have to keep your head in the loop. So... Christmas came and I was like, I'm doing this one last kind of giveaway thing on Christmas Eve and that's me done. So it's been five days and I haven't, I didn't even adjust my teams for the, the week just gone and kind of messed them up. But um, anyway, Quinny, I'm going to ask you, what are your predictions for 2022? Well, I wrote down two things from my notes for this. I've, the first thing I wrote is kind of echoes the, the main kind of point we've had so far. But um, by the end of the year, so by the end of 2022, I think this whole like waiting for new licenses and new onboarding I think will be something that's firmly in the history books. Every major license that's worth mentioning will probably be gotten. And I, I don't really have many qualms saying that like on camera because like this time last year, like I expected like the growth to be so slow. And I mean so slow compared mm. to what it has been, you know, like the full Bundesliga this year, the full La Liga, as as well as everything else that's happened from January to now. I've never seen half of it happening in this year. So I think by year end, like EPL, SPL, all the big, you know, finish off France and Italy, get MLS, actual MLS license rather than MLS PA. I think, I, I think they'll just be sweeping up. I think they'll just get, I think licenses will just get hoovered up once we get to, we'll get to some sort of tipping point where they've got a proper commercial department in place and it'll just, we'll just hoover up. Licenses will just come out and it'll be on new season onboardings and when we come back to do drunk cast number four, it's going to be a case of, New licenses won't even be a topic because it's kind of like, well, who gives a fuck if they license the Colombian league? You know, really, like it's just going to be like, oh, there's a new license that's not happened in a while. So that's my main one, probably, because I think all the major things will be scooped up this year. That's a, a lovely prediction, Quinny. And I've been here having a hernia while you were telling everyone because I've lost you. Your your camera froze. I think it's because we have another oh. guest in the background and it kind of messed it up. So I'm going to try I'll and work that out. No, no, no. We heard you. I think everyone heard you, but it's uh, the, the video's been messing around, um, and you were pulling a crack on pose, um, but yeah, no, that, that's fair. I'm gonna give all my predictions out, um, on a, like kind of my official stance coming up, but I do think like in the coming months, there's something big around the corner. I mean, it's it's so hard, you know, as well, because like, I want to give the prediction about like the kind of um, the what you call it, the progression bar and all that, but. I'm sick of predicting that because, like, the bottom line is, I just don't actually know when it's going to happen. It's been so long; we've been waiting. Um, I haven't a clue. But Quinny, I'm going to ask you one more quick question. I actually have two. I'm going to ask you one more, and then we're, we'll get one of the other guests that's here to say hello. Um, tell me, what are your goals for 2022? Um. My SO5 go. Oh, do, do you know? I, I actually realised this when I was going through the highlights and stuff. Is I have not podiumed in the year twenty twenty one, so I had my my two podiums at the back end of twenty twenty. So in twenty twenty two, I have to, I have to, re, I have to match my twenty twenty performance. I think so. I have to. My goal for the twenty twenty two would be two podiums of some description. Ideally, a first. But two podiums. Big man yeah. doesn't want one. He's coming for two. That's it. I think that's a fair. That's a fair. Um, I'm trying to get this to work here, and it's Jesus Christ! Everyone's seen a big zoom. Nah, this isn't happening. People are just gonna have to look at my mug. I think now. 
and um, people can talk in the background. I think, like, yeah, I, I really need to win a star rare first before I can go talking about anything else. It's been absolutely shocking. But um, I think for, for 2022, I 100% need to be... I think I need to adjust slightly more towards SO5 because when I did well, it was very SO5 related gallery or kind of focused. And then I kind of got into all the collectory shit that no one really cares about. And it's cost me. So I kind of need to get back to that, I think. Um, and I'm trying to sort of transition. But we'll see how that all goes. Quinny, I'm going to ask you one more question. Um, give us a player worth less than 0.1 that you think could be worth a lot more by this time next year. I have three, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to get... I'll give you the easiest one, okay? Yeah. And that is Suso of Sevilla. He is currently knocking about for 0.05. Injured, blah, blah, blah. You know, his last five DNP. His super rare went mega cheap about a week ago and I never went for it. Went a Suso super rare, somebody picked it up for 0.15, mm. less than 0.2 within the last week. And I thought, man, I'm going to regret not getting that. And then I looked at his rare prices for preparation for tonight and yeah, he's cheapest chips you know 0. 0.28 so, uh, for a super rare 0. 0.28 for a super rare 0. 0.28 was it that's a well, bit more than I, I remembered it so no but know. there's one there's one on market now is what I'm saying oh god oh yeah okay got you um but yeah because Suso like we know f from FI days like he suits an Opta PB Matrix if he's fit and playing yeah um and he's just not fit and playing <laughs> so <laughs> yeah 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 and, and when I look at the price of like a Carlos Soler circa half a coin you know Suso you know, has every right to be in the same price banding as a Carlos Soler type. You know, yeah, he used to be. He used to be great whenever he was playing, and I mean, he's only twenty-seven. Exactly. Just so I think I think that's a quality show, Quinny. I think like that's so super rare. I mean, these days, if you're looking at champion super rares and stuff, I mean, two hundred and no, well, nine hundred and forty quid, really, like nearly a grand. But point when you look at it, Nath, point two eight eight for a super rare. That's not bad in this day's money. What's his story injury wise? You know, when's he back? No idea. <laughs> Sometime. <laughs> um, all right. So the the next player. Oh, you're going all free? Okay. The next one. Oh is yeah, a wee bit of course. <laughs> the next one's a, a kind of a younger guy, and it's a wee bit more like if he really is playing, but if he really kind of locks in and kicks on, and his name is Arna Meyer. Some of the guys will be familiar with him, German under 21 international. And if you want, uh, me and uh, I see one of the other, I, I wouldn't announce her because she's not coming yet. But um, if you if you watch Germany under 21s win the Euro under 21s in the summer, he was the best player on the team by a long stretch. And that team had like Dorsch, Nemeka, Baku, um, Schlotterbeck, you know, all the big German guys. They were all in that team that won the Euros. And this guy was the main guy, Arne Meyer, plays for Frankfurt, play, eh, no, pardon me, Augsburg centre mid alongside Dorsch as well which is quite cute um, but he's not he's just not been hitting big decisives or whatever but he's a really good footballer and he's under point one. yeah he is Jeez, can you're gonna... do you know what I'm literally in the same breath I said I need to turn more towards SO5 and not like youth or collectibles and now I'm about to hear like make a wee offer for Arna Mayer and I'm like geez, what am I doing <laughs> in my life right hit us with the third one Quinny the last one is MLS based and it's very biased on my end and it's Sebastian Legette Sebastian Legette is just transferred from Galaxy to the Revs. The new manager, or not, not the new manager, but the current manager of the Revs, Bruce Arena, is like the MLS Alex Ferguson, and he used to be the Galaxy manager. And when he was the Galaxy manager, Sebastian Legette was very good. And uh, basically, the way the Revs play, blah, 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 I see Legette being like a mini Carlos Heel. He's not going to be mm. as good as Carlos Heel, but he's going to be a little cheap Carlos Heel type, you know. Late 20s, American national, he's not going to move to Europe. 
should play 90% of matches. I'd be very surprised if he didn't. So, so Carlos Heel Light will call Sebastian legit. And I am biased. I've got the super rare. There were. Oh, ho, 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 Quinny. Big BF11. I'll be Fox. Hello, sir. He, he or she just bought a Suso. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the impact we have around these parts. Wesley, super rare. It's what you want to buy. He's amazing. <laughs> Great for the future. <laughs> Worth five eighth, I'm telling you. But um, yeah, look, Quinny, it's been great fun. They're great shouts. Thank you. By all means, stay around Pleasure. and jump in. This is probably going to become a bit more communal now. Unfortunately, everyone, well, for podcast listeners, it doesn't matter. For people on YouTube, you're just going to have to look at my mug uh, because... I don't know, the thing shat itself. I'm going to count that as a curse word because it's charity. But, um, Courtney, by all means, hang around, but you do you. Um, Jump in when you feel necessary. And the next person to speak is in the comments. It's MDJ. MDJ, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me, John? I can. You're a bit low. Talk again. Oh, I'll... I'll, uh, I'll You're perfect. I'm close up now, John. Yeah, at that sort of volume, we we can make do with that. How are you, Mel? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Got a glass of whiskey. I'm oh, uh, rocking a so rare merch hat, but no one can see it. I thought I'd better uh, get it out. I've been waiting a few months for it, and it's arrived. So pretty stoked by that. Brilliant. Yeah, it seems like they've kind of finally started getting merch out, which is lovely to see. Um, but unfortunately, people can't see that because I haven't live streamed in so long, and I've made a balls of it. That's the truth <laughs> of the matter. But um, look, tell us about how was your Christmas. Uh, pretty good. Usual sort of stuff. Too much food, too much drinking, a uh, bit of cooking, bit of sleeping. Nothing particularly exciting. I don't think I've hit the beers as much as you have from the sound of it. But I had, a, had a good one. Fairly restful and COVID free so far, which is good. I'm actually, yeah, COVID free. That's a big one. I'm actually just sick of it. I'm, I'm literally, I'm properly just sick of, of cans and drinking. But this is the last kind of, I think this is probably the last time I'll drink. I mightn't even drink New Year's Eve. I'm that sick of it. But Mel, you, you put out a great blog there. Was it today it went out? I haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd better do one as we were coming to the end of the year. So a bit of a review of the last year on So Rare, which feels like we've had about five years rolled into one. I know things move fast in mm. NFT land, but my God, it's been such a full on year. And a bit of uh, crystal ball gazing, trying to work out what we might be able to expect for 2022, which is all really positive, actually. So I quite enjoyed writing that and had a great response as well. So thanks to everybody who's commented and retweeted. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So as I say, I know it's a great blog because I've read other stuff, but I haven't read it today because it was a day two of a wedding. But uh, I've seen all the feedback. But Mel, I have a few questions for you and uh, we'll see how you get on. Quinny Quinny flew through them. So what was your So Rare related, everything So Rare related, we'll just assume that going forward. I'm just afraid someone's going to tell me they got married and I'll be like, no one cares. Um, what was your So Rare related highlight for 2021? Oh, you know what, the whole year was a bit of a highlight really. It's exceeded expectations. I think if I had to pick a, well, a few highlights, I managed to hit a fourth place in Champion America back in game week 160, which is a super high uh, placing for me. And I got mm. Carlos Vela for that and sold him on for half a coin. So that was pretty good. Uh, but yep. my best trade of the year, which I'm still really chuffed about, was nabbing uh, Diego Jota for just uh, 0.183 ETH right oh, at the start nice. of the year. I can remember it so clearly. I was on, it was right in the middle of lockdown and I was on a, a sort of romantic walk with my other half 
and someone was trying to shift him on and was offering offering him to me and I was trying to knock the price down and when when I realized he was offering it for just 0.183 I was jumping on that lost signal walking around this park oh no <laughs> so I had to take a bit of a detour so I could get within range and grab him before the guy changed his mind I think it was Luca Magic that I bought Jota off but a big result really pleased with Jota and I still I still think he's a great buy he'll come good and the only Liverpool asset that I've got uh, wish I'd jumped on the bundles when they were going when mm. I thought they were expensive which are well out of my price range well, I bought a bundle, I, speaking of Liverpool bundles, I bought a Liverpool bundle, I think, back in whenever, June or something, for like 0. 0.43 or something, I think it was. And it had Matip in it, who I sold for 0. 0.45 about two weeks ago, just because the price was too much. When I, I kind of compared him to like Delict and younger kind of counterparts. Now, I'm not saying Matip's mm. a counterpart of Delict, but kind of decent scoring champion center backs it was just like Matip is being phased out for Kanate it's clear as day it's 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 gonna happen so it's like do I play with him for another six months and get some nice score, scores or do I just move him so I moved him I still have Nico Williams I still have Adrian it was a crap bundle like in terms of the actual names in it but there was one or two other players that are evading me now but I've sold them on and I think like before I even talk about Adrian and Nico Williams I'm up probably like I don't know, mm. point one, point two eight. The bundles were cracking. If only we seen it at the time. I oh, know, it's totally crazy. With the benefit of hindsight, I'd have just emptied my bank account, I think, to buy yeah. those bundles that seemed too expensive at the time. And and I think that's kind of how you need to look at it now, because obviously prices are crazy at the moment. But mm. if things continue on the same trajectory, we'll, we'll still be seeing some bargains right now if we, can, if we can jump in. So, yeah, God, I wish I'd got some of those. What do you know what I want to have? It's so funny. Imagine I got Pavel on here. My, my low light was the the Wesley for Van Dyke trade. Imagine like I Pavel on and his highlight was the 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 reverse of that. He was like this mug sent me Van Dyke from Wesley. That that would be so funny. So hopefully maybe Luca Magic will come on someday and have the other side of that story. But um, <laughs> what was your low light then? Uh. What low light other than being involved in the UK's biggest gambling collapse, but we'll brush over that one. I think, <laughs> so rare related. Uh, <laughs> rare related. Um, I think the summer was pretty tough. It felt like things really cooled off over the summer. I didn't really do very well in SO5 and everything was just really slow. Um, and then there was a point when I won um, Haller and then immediately sold him. I don't know why. And then just instantly regretted it and bought mm. him back for more because i'm an idiot so i think that was a bit of a moment of why am i selling rewards instantly instead of thinking about whether they might actually be good scorers and keeping them in my team so i'm a bit more cautious now but really there's not been many low lights my expectations are fairly low anyway i'm quite happy with a, a tier three and doing okay so yeah i'm pretty happy you, you you not often see me moaning about rewards john i'm quite happy <laughs> with my lot where's Perez when you need him I'd love to get Perez on or Professor Tackers and I'd love to get your man Cody Gakbo on and love to see them sweat on a live stream. That'd be great fun. They'll be best friends by the end of it. I will. It'll have to happen. A debate cast or something. I think that'd be great fun. Just sort of like, I'm going to put that one on the back burner and talk about it another time. Maybe that's that's a good idea for 2022. Um, Mm. So, predictions for 2022. Have you got any? I just think it's going to be fantastic. I think we're going to see the Premier League come on. I'm really, really sure I'm going to look like a right twat if that doesn't happen now. But I just, 
I feel like everything's building up to that at the moment. We're getting some sort of teasing tweets. Things are very quiet in December. Mm. And I just can't imagine that license going to another company. And it feels, maybe it shouldn't, but it feels like it has to happen, actually. Yeah. It's so rare. Yeah. This this is the one that they have to get. And whether the you know whether it's going to make a lot of difference to our teams, because I don't know that there'll be that many... Um, SO5 gems within the Premier League, but the difference it would make to the profile of the platform would be huge. So I'm really, really hoping that that's going to come. Um, and the other things that I said were that we would get the app, because I think that's coming. Um, I think there'll be more marketing. Hopefully there'll be some sponsorship of teams. I think there'd be more than one because they'd need to stretch across various countries. Um, and I think women's teams are coming. And I know that's a really divisive issue, but they've made it clear that they're going to bring women's players onto the platform. So I think towards the end of the year, they'll find a way to start to drip those in ahead of some tournaments, perhaps the following year. So they're the kind of things that I expect, as well as a final or final for now reorganisation of the tournament structure. Um because if they're going to be onboarding loads more managers, they've got to sort the stuff out with prizes. They've got to make it more sustainable. Um, so there's some things there that have to happen. And anything like that is not going to be universally popular. Mm. But I think they've got to do it. And a bit of a matrix change in the summer, but nothing too major. Just a bit of smoothing out some of the bumps. But I think it's going to be a good year. I think they're really well positioned. And you know, when you see them saying they're going to bring 200 staff on board you just get a sense of where this is going so it's really exciting yeah. to be involved we've all been bullish for a long time i think that, that that's like you, know, you write blogs and make content so does quinny you can see how much it's, it's very transparent so everyone can see how exposed everyone is but it does feel like 2022 shaping up as you say those t's and tweets we've already kind of talked about them and like that that 200 staff it's, it's just a what i wonder is like maybe this is the wrong question or the wrong thing to wonder it's kind of like how, how where's the ceiling in terms of card prices do you know like what's just stupid you know like no one would ever thought crypto punks would get to where they did no one would ever thought the be the apes would get to where they did like how much can an mbappe rare be worth like will there be 200 1000 of them by the time he retires and will they be worth a million each or is that just stupid because if that's that that to me sounds a bit stupid but the price Mbappe is going for now probably sounded stupid to me 16 months ago. So it's like, where's that ceiling? And that's what I try, that's what gets my head going. It's like, could I be a millionaire off so rare or is that stupid? Do you know? I could also lose yeah. it all. Disclaimer, own research, all that shit. But just for upside and bullish talk, like, where, where's the ceiling? How, how, like, it's impossible to know. And I'm hitting you with a really weird question here that you weren't, weren't prepared for. But like, I'm not drunk enough to answer that question. I just, <laughs> it's I, something I, that gets but, me like. You know, when I wrote when I wrote that blog, as a as a press submit, I thought I've not really answered the big question, which is card prices. Actually, so on the one hand, I'm thinking this is just going to fly next year, but if it does, where do you know where's the starting point? Where do people start to buy in? How much? Because limited like... cards haven't completely addressed that issue. If it flies too much, then it becomes out of the reach of people. So, yeah, I think it's really difficult and. That's that's the conundrum they're really going to have to deal with next year. And maybe, you know, maybe it doesn't, for, for a lot of us, it's going to be a case of we're going to do well, but we, we're not going to hit those heights because mm. a lot of us will never be able to afford an Mbappe or 
a Harland or you know even a unique card but but you know what it's fun so exactly <laughs> it's not all about the money it's fun too that's although it. I did tell my wife I'm going to try and pay the mortgage off next year so maybe that's just <laughs> it's not just fun where tell me this where um where do you stand then as a lady on the ladies or women's football cards I think that I think it's good that they want to do that because it shows it shows that they've got a bit of a broader vision mm. and that for them it's not just about the money they're really you know when you read what they put out earlier in the year they're really keen on promoting different aspects of the game and supporting kids to get into football so lower league stuff community stuff women's game so I think it's good that they're doing it I think it will have to Reading what other people have said, I think they'll have to create a separate division structure for it. So it's going to take a long time to really get it up and running. But I think it, it kind of fits with generally just a, a larger profile for the women's game. But I'm going to have to do some learning. I'm a, I'm a woman, but I don't know yeah. a lot about women's teams or women players. So, But, you know, I didn't know anything about the MLS before I started this. And I didn't even know, you know, the name of the Belgian league. So that's the beauty of So Rare. It gets you into weird stuff. Well, maybe not weird. I'm not going to put that on the MLS. But (laughs) it gets you into (laughs) stuff that you didn't think you were going to get into. So Yeah, and I think that's exactly, I think like, exactly as you've said. I mean, there's, I, I don't know what the number is, but I know I never watched Dutch football until So Rare. I know I never watched Belgian football until So Rare. And I know that if there were women's cards, however they're incorporated, that I could find myself watching some women's game because I have one of the players and want her to score really well in the game. And that's exactly what's so rare to kind of advertise. That, that's their pitch to like all these leagues is we can bring you fans. You know, we can bring you eyes. And I have no doubt that if they onboarded women's football and women's teams, which I think they already have kind of got the licenses for, they're, they're, like it's it's happening. It's just a case of when. I think that's that's great for the women's game. It has to be. Mm. Mm. Um, let me see. I'm just reading there. Sorry, YNWA's posted 2022 prediction. I've no clue where prices are going, but everyone focusing on rares now when super rares are attainable for two or three X of a multiple will regret not stepping up. I have to agree. I have to agree. And it's why I always tell people at the minute, even though I don't know where limited cards and rare cards and thresholds are going, I always say aim as high as you can. Do you know? I don't know where you stand on that. Yeah, but I think that comes back to some of the issues with the reward structure and and just the the division structure generally. I think people don't see the value in super rares at the moment. So Mm. you've kind of got to have a bit of vision and believe that the team are going to sort that out. I've tried to make sure I've got a few mediocre super rares, so I'm ready. But rares are, you know, at the end of the day, rares are more fun for most people. So that's where where we go. Yeah. Mel, I'm going to ask you um, one more question. I'm going to talk to Josh. So give us a player worth less than 0.1 that you think will be worth more next Christmas. That's such a tough question because prices are crazy at the moment. Uh, What I did was I had a look through my gallery just so that I'm not pushing any players that I haven't bought yet. And the one in my gallery that's worth less than that that I think is going to be worth more in the future is the winger Francis Amuzu who's currently at Anderlecht mm, I have one so keep pumping I'm going to pump him I think he's got potential he's only 22 he's still going to be valid for under 23s next season too he's clearly got a bit of an eye for goal a bit of skill but he's not getting a lot of minutes at Anderlecht he's capped for Belgium at under 21s 
and he's attracting some attention from Rangers at the moment, which is good, and Everton, which is probably not so good. <laughs> but I think he'll either get a move in the next few months or he'll get more minutes. And either way, I think his price is going to go up. So that's who I'm going to tip. I'm going to make an offer for one of them because you know what? I have his rare, but I want a super rare and have for a while. And I didn't realize the price they were at for, I think, for like another 23 who's actually getting goals and stuff. I think his super rares are very fairly priced. So we'll ping Do out it. a couple of offers. Because you know what, Mel? This this stream has shown its influence. <laughs> I should have plugged someone that I've got up for sale at the I'm moment. I'm telling you, BF11 came in and picked up a Suso. Barmy's come in and picked up a Suso. Hello to you guys in the audience. Now let's see. Will anyone, and I'm not I'm telling you you should, but will anyone pick up one of these Francis Amuzus? That's lowest on market. Who knows? Mel, you have a lot of influence around these parts. So... Um, I think Andy Black really wants us to like do hard drugs and, and class A's. You see, if do you know what I should probably do? Actually, considering you're looking at me anyway, I should probably do this and just like drag my face out. Um, basically, sorry, Mel, you can't see what I'm doing, and I'm talking shit. This is the So Far So Rare podcast that is brought to you by 1:37 p.m. So there's only so much debauchery I can realistically get away <laughs> with. Um, I can't like go absolutely mad. That's kind of warped my face. I'm butchering this. I haven't live streamed in so long, and I'll be honest with you, it's probably the favourite thing, like content wise for me. I love streaming. Um, yeah, I love the live streams and yours pretty well. They're good fun. I think from like a content standpoint, they're really good fun. Um, aside from everyone else, even just for me, I'm trying to like people can just see me warming around the screen here. Screen here. Um, anyway, scintillating audio for those listening on podcast. Mel, it's been a ble- pleasure. Please do feel free to stick around, but. Based on time, I'm going to run over and have a chat with Josh. Um, Thanks, John. Maybe I'll come it's back been a you. pleasure. Thanks oh. for having me on. Keep drinking. I'll try. Um, but, one, one, oh my God, I'm watching this back and it's kind of funny. My head's just zooming around the screen. But I have a bone to pick with everyone. There's 90 people here or something like that. 75, 80, 90 people, something like that. Only 26, one of you, 26 of you chancers have liked it. Come on, drop me a like and head over to Twitter and send me a photo of the drink you're drinking if you're joining me for a beer or a I'm having a gin or a whiskey, whatever it is. Post it on Twitter. Tag me. I can't wait to see. I'll go over and check it on the stream too. Josh, are you there? I'm here, mate. You got me? I'm here. Josh Forth is in the house. Josh, happy Christmas. I hope you had a good one. And to you, mate. Got any plans for New Year? I don't yet. Do you know what? I'm just a really, really responsible father. Not to any child, but people can see behind me. There's a dog on the wall. And he actually properly, like, dies with fireworks, like, shivers in a seizure under the kitchen table type of job. It's not pretty. So I think I've just kind of conceded that I'll have to stay in and hug him most New Year's and Halloween nights. But they're always shit night outs anyway. Yeah, well, you're right, yeah. I'm going to Cheltenham on New Year's Day. So if anyone in chat has any strong opinions on any horse racing for Cheltenham, feel free to let me know. That is exciting. I went to my first ever horse race this year. I went to uh, Goodwood. Nice. It's actually... My, I, I'm butchering this. I'm trying to get this camera right. That looks a bit better. I've got it. Everyone listening on podcast has probably gone hours ago. But yeah, um, if anyone knows any tips, send them over. People are always hesitant with tips because they don't want you to like gamble money that you... you know. Yeah. I mean, I've said that. I probably won't back what anyone else says, but yeah. You know, you got to go where you get every now and again, haven't you? I picked them based on their name. 
because that's the way pros do it. I picked that's Rebel the, Territory. Yeah. Well, Mrs. does colours. Colours? She picks the green ones. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, the green ones, they win. And then I, when I back something that doesn't win, she's like, oh, why didn't you pick the green one? That was always going to win. Yeah. I, um, what did I do? I slapped 50 quid on the nose of one called Rebel Territory um, when I was over in, in, where is it, near Bournemouth, down there down there somewhere um because cork where i live is the rebel county and it won 50 quid on the nose won 400 and something quid nice the issue is whenever you're with all the lads yeah well just just some but whenever you're with all the lads and someone hears that you've just won that much money it's like drinks are on john yeah do you know it's like get out of here but anyway what was your so rare highlight of 2021 um one of the two d3 wins Mm. Um, I think game. I think the one in game week one sixty was better because it coincided on the birth of my son. Ooh, nice. So my son was born on the same day. So I was literally there, like it's like six o'clock in the morning, or like checking the uh, checking to make sure I hadn't been opted mugged out of the first place. So yeah, like my missus is there giving birth, like having a contraction, and I'm just um, checking the re- <laughs> refreshing so rare data. Uh, trying to see if I've still got first place, but yeah, no, that was good fun. Um, so yeah, probably that one. Yeah, and to be honest, like that's that's one of the luckiest things that's ever happened to me. There was like no skill involved there. I hadn't been on just. the platform that long, I don't think. Um, just lobbed like five random players in a lineup, and they all went off for like four hundred and fifty points or something, and ended up winning it. Um, so yeah, that was that was definitely my highlight. Um, I would I would say easy. Yeah, no, that's I think I think wins are, are kind of becoming a theme. Like, I mean, big wins are undoubtedly the the highlights. I remember even just a couple of the podiums I had, one of them in particular. I remember sitting watching a Lille game and sweating because I needed Mike Magnin to keep a clean sheet. And I haven't watched a game. I haven't been as engaged in a game of football in years until that day. Like it was like the Monday night, you know, the very end of the game week or whatever. It was the last night of the game week, the last fixture. And I was sweating every time the other team had the ball. But I also wanted them to hit some shots so he got some points. It was it's a real I'm gonna say it's a head fuck, there's some money for charity. It's a head fuck, there's more money for charity whenever you want a goalkeeper to score well for you in SO5. Because you want them to see some action, but you just don't want them to see too much. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've quite famous well, I'm not sure about famously, I'm not that well followed, but got Go and follow Josh Forth on Twitter. <laughs> at J4th12 J4th12 there we go um, yeah I've got a load of Remco passes or I did have four at one point and I've sold two off and he's the Ajax goalie as I'm sure most of the chat know um, and yeah like it's always good well he like gets 60 quite often because he literally just has to keep a clean sheet Mm. Um, and doesn't have to do much else. But yeah, he has had a, a few mad scores this year, actually. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, we were um, chasing down a, I was chasing down a D2 all-star prize at T2 this last week with a couple of other managers pulled together on a short game week. Um, and uh, we had Hendrik van Kronbrugger in goal, and he got a keeper sweeper in like the 86th minute, and the pandemonium in the group chat ensued with yeah. that extra... <laughs> Seven points plus malt with malt flour included. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was pretty sweet. And what was your low light of twenty twenty one? All right, so my low light is a trade. Oh no! Um, I won't mention the manager's name that sent me this trade, but they sent me Florian Wirtz rare for Mike Van Hamel and Francois Camano super rares, and uh, 
I, I declined that trade. Oh, wow. Um, sometime in September. So I think Wurtz was down at like, I don't know quite what he was, but he was like mm. a lot less than what he is now, like less than half the value. Um, and I was like quite committed to playing Challenger D2. And at the point, they were like a couple of pieces that I needed to sort of make that worthwhile. Um, I, I, I'm still at Command actually, but Van Hamel's long gone because he is like the worst keeper. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I rejected <laughs> that. And uh, yeah, if you look at the if you look at the valuation swings on that, I think Wurtz is like well, Quinny will know. I think, um, but he's like what like 1.52 ETH or something now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> north of two, and then Van Hamel and uh, Kamano combined are like point six maybe if someone is being generous so yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's easy my my low life i've had a few bad trade rejects as well but that's the worst i actually think i should go back and look through my like trade history you know all the rejects and all that because I, I don't remember those no, I, I remember the ones i've made an absolute hames of and i remember the hero <laughs> moments but i don't remember the ones that didn't happen um yeah but... no in fact uh ynwa is in the chat i have to thank him because he sold me a anthony from ix for 0.355 eth I checked his price today, and it's like one point two or something. So cheers, Mark. That was a uh, that's helped me to quite a bit this uh, this year. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks very much. I have to say, he he did had a great trade with him as well. I got a, a Raphael AI off him, super rare for like point seven five or something. Um, very fair price. Now he's injured at the minute, nice. but I think his price is worth a lot more than that now. But um, what have you any predictions for twenty twenty two? Yeah, I think this Sunday we're going to have an EPL Power Hour, John. Oh, go on, I'm sticking my neck on the line there. I'm saying it. Big man's just have, went there. We're going to have EPL launched, and then Sunday's going to be EPL Power Hour, and that's the way they're going to do it. Like, you know, that's that's he's, Big Man Nicholas is just going to slam it down on New Year's Day, and I then uh, all, the all the big ones are going to end up on Sunday evening in the Power Hour. That would be beautiful. I mean, yeah, if that happened. You know, you've seen him tweeting. He's out there. He's posing. Big man's he's out there, do you know. He's out there, and he's he's getting he's getting the gang riled up, do you know. Yeah, exactly. He's not holding back. It's coming. Um, um, it's coming. It's here Saturday, and we're having a power an EPL power Sunday. I would go unique as far as to call Kevin De Bruyne to the auction. Unique KDB. Imagine what what player in the Premiership would be worth the most? Salah. Oh, it's is it Salah? I'm just thinking FPL wise, KDB or is like. Mm. Quinny wants to jot the jot in somewhere, doesn't he? Go on, son. You're in. See on what you were saying there, Josh? When does this whole world tour pivot everything finish? Exactly, mate. You know? 31st, isn't it? It's Christmas, it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. It? It's primed. And this is like this whole world tour power is just a huge coin sink. Yeah. So mm. like you know when on FIFA when you, they're about to drop some like wicked SBC or something or a load of promo packs or whatever they throw in like a coin sink to just get loads of money out of the game. This is what so rare are doing now. They're lobbing all these premium super rares, uniques, rares all up an auction on this world tour thing. Everyone's going to deplete their ETH stores and then they're going to drop the Premier League on on New Year's Day. And everyone has to buy more ETH through Ramp and through so rare. And what a shame it'll be for them. But yeah, that's how you get fresh money into a game, folks. And, uh, uh, Black's telling me that unique KDB exists. Yeah, um, that was. I think that was so the whole thing. Him. I'm going to yeah, tell you something. Someone. You see, I, I kind of put down this whole, and I don't have a clue about the finance world or big companies, but I had kind of put down all these stupidly amazing auctions of really premium high-scoring players. I kind of got put that down to them wanting to like 
rake in a bit of extra cash before year end to make their books look even better than they already are. But maybe that's just not how the world works. Um, but yeah, Chani, who is a is a content creator, check out his YouTube channels in there, saying he can confirm these companies love coin sinks like FIFA. So I like the theory. I like the theory. Yeah. Let's see how it pans out. If it happens, you're a hero. <laughs> if it happens that they drop it and the par R is EPL, what's that, Sunday? When are you saying they'll drop it on Saturday? Yeah, so I'm saying they'll drop it at, like, I don't know, 6 o'clock. In fact, they probably won't because they'll all be on holiday. But my theory is they'll drop it 6 o'clock, like, um, Paris time on the 1st with, like, some a few auctions and what have you. Mm. Um, and then... Yeah, on Sunday they'll do the power out. They'll be like a Sunday power out. Well, well, I'll, I'll I'll make a big statement here. You see, if you've called this correctly, I'll get a photo of you or whatever you want and replace my dog's head with it, and it can just stay there for streams from here on out. <laughs> Thanks, Did? mate. I'm gonna. I look forward to that already because it's gonna happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we disconnected, but we're back. I think I would like to have. You see, I have Trent. Trent would be my pick, but I have him. I like Jack Grealish. I don't know how he does SO5 wise, but I do like Jack Grealish. Um, I think uh, that's a tough. I like Emil Smith Rowe. I'd like Saka. I'd love to have a Saka. Um, I don't know. What about you? I think we're having some. We've got oh. people in the chat saying the stream might be down, mate. Yeah, it's back. They just need to refresh. It's it's an absolute killer. It uh, does that sometimes. I think the, the big one I missed, who is my absolute answer, is Phil Foden. Ah, uh, yeah. I got you. I d well, I don't play any champion because I think it's a waste of time, effort, and money. Mm. Um, but if if <laughs> if the EPL came on, um, I would seriously consider it because um, yeah, sort of, well, obviously, sort of the league I followed mo for most of my life. Yeah, but I say most of my life. I'm gonna get some horror in the comments now, but I'm a whole fan, so it really isn't most of my life. Um, I've been following <laughs> the the dungeons of. Of, uh, of the lower leagues most of my life. But yeah, um, I think, oh, I don't know. I would, I'm trying to think who would be like my number one player to get. Um, but yeah, I'm not really sure. I think maybe like a Mount or a Grealish, like you say, like a proper mm. like cemented England star. Um, I'm, yeah. Like as much as people give him shit as well, I'm a big Kane fan. Like, yeah, I think I he's just, his now in front of goal is just... Just ridiculous, really. So, Mason yeah, Greenwood, Mason Greenwood is definitely one as well. There's a lot there. There's a lot yeah. there. Uh, G G yeah, you're you're right. James Ward Price would be a beast, Jeff. I think he would with yeah. those penalties and his free kick set pieces. Um, right, quick question. Then we move on. I think Alex is here. One player worth less than 0.1. Give us a pump. I've got two fullbacks, John. Let's do it. One because I think they're both undervalued, and two because if the matrix changes, they're going to be. Sweet. First. So the first one is Fabrizio Angeleri from River Plate. Mm. Been injured for the last few games of their season, but is their starting left back. Um, if he doesn't get a transfer, which is quite possible, um, there's no way he's going to be worth 0.064. Yes, I do have one. Um, so they, this is a punk of sorts. But yeah, like they've been playing, uh, I think it's Casco at left back um, in his absence, and he's like 34. So there's really no risk of Angeleri losing his starting spot, I don't think. Mm. Um and yeah, like he's just. If you go and look on his on his score chart for the last year, like it's just a, a sea of green, baby. Um, so yeah, I like him a lot. Um, and then the other one is Nicholas Tagliafico from Ajax, who 
you can get for port point naught nine nine on the market now. Twofold on this, I don't necessarily think. Well, I do think he'll be worth more next Christmas, but I think the first and foremost is if he gets a transfer in the winter, which looks quite likely. Um, it will likely be to a champion EU team. So, if you are paying champ Euro and you want a fullback or a defender. Sorry, um, mm. then he might not be a bad hedge for very minimal cost. And if he does move, he's going to go to a big club. Like he's not going to leave Ajax to go to Levante or someone like that. You know, it's going to be. Mm. I think Atletico's rumored. I'm not sure how good that would be, but um, yeah, I think if he moves, then that would be good. His value will definitely increase. If he doesn't move, Daily Blint is like as injury prone as hell, and he um, has a heart condition, which means that he has to have the same thing as Christian Eriksen. He has like a mini defib in his chest, I think. Um, so if he gets injured or has any heart problems, then Tagliafico comes in at left back. Blint is like 0.75 at the minute. Mm. And Tagliafico is at 0.099. Like if Blint gets injured for like a month or two months, like there's just no way Tagliafico's price doesn't go up. So, so yeah, I've got Rare and a Super with him. So, you know, um, this is a, a huge pump on my part. But yeah, that's, that's what it's all about, baby. Problem. It's Christmas, you know. Josh, you've got to eat, my friend. Oh, I think, I'm looking to sell them. <laughs> I think, do you know, my one of my biggest regrets, and it actually is, um, I never pride myself or call myself like the guy who's in the know with players. And I don't like, I don't know, try to pretend I have this amazing football head on my shoulders. I'm just a guy who makes podcasts and likes talking to people about something I care about. But one of the best plays that I've called, and I just wish I'd executed, was the Pershers thing, and I blabbered all over Quinny's podcast. It was just written in the stars for me. It was right there in front of me, and I only bought one, and I had the balance to literally sweep the floor by five or six of them for like 0.15 at the time. And I just knew it, and I just knew it, and I should have just done it, and now he's worth like 0.3, 0.35. I could have just printed like three grand, four grand. And I, I regret it because I was really debating it. Do you know, I was like, well, I just do it. I had the ETH balance at the time. I was like, well, I just do it. And I didn't do it. So, can I kick um, myself about that? But I had a similar situation with um, Timber at the start of the year. I was assembling an IX stack and bought Martinez and Mar Timber was like 0.3 before the season started. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Now he's like, regrets. Two ETHs. I mean, ridiculous. Well, Josh, look, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, do hang around if you wish, but don't feel any pressure if you have anywhere to be. But um, I'm going to talk to you on a couple of guests that are here, and then once I kind of get through people, I'm going to make it a bit of a free-for-all if people are still around. So thanks a million for, for giving us a good pump there. And, and the predictions, I, I love the, the ballsy call with the Premier League, and I love the coin sink thing. It kind of it's, it's an angle I haven't heard yet, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Cheers for having me on, mate. Much appreciated. So... Uh, YNWA's just jumped in but first Alex is here um, I think it's I'm guessing it's simply Alex we can see your second name I, I won't out you to the world so Mark if you're there just chill out a few minutes and we'll get round to you but Alex are you here? Uh, <clears throat> I'm here John nice Handsome you, devil how are you? <laughs> I'm all well thank you I'm struggling from last night which is uh, why yeah. I'm not as upbeat as normal but you know I live for these things talking to everyone about you know the game we all love so are you still running the spaces? Yeah, every Sunday. I've taken Christmas off and New Year, I think, um, falls mm. on a bad one. But after that, we'll keep going. If ever, anyone wants to jump in, simply Alex on Twitter and Sunday night, they're good crack, I think. Yep, good man. So go and check those out. You're running spaces on Twitter. Give you all a chance to, to see what you have to say and, and, I don't know, act like a, a fool like us and talk shit on 
on public forums. But anyway, aside from that, Alex, I hope you had a great Christmas. Do you want to give us your highlight on in so rare in twenty twenty one? Yeah, it was so hard to nail it down to one, so I've done what everyone else has done and, and said a few. Firstly, um, when the yellow cards were released, the limited cards on that day, it was just like a barrel of joy for me because not only because I recreate like all of my teams, but all of these unaffordable players like come into play. So that was huge for me. Yeah. Um, after like speaking to you, Quinny, and some other like players, the next week I got my first super rare on auction, and like obviously I'm not a super rare player. I knew I wasn't a super rare player, but I just got such a good um, bargain on the auction at like 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Mm. I was running around my room, fist bumping. You know, managed to like flip it out for like double in like a couple of days, and just really like. Cheers, <laughs> 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 Quinny. Um, I managed to just like start my whole kind of you know, you would call it career. I don't know from there basically build from there, mm. and. Um, Finally, it is. Yeah, I actually wrote it more down, so I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just. I think it's just you know interacting with everyone on on like the you know daily on you know any nice comments people say or just like tips mm. that you get off other people like not actual so rare the game but the community I think is just what makes it for me. Your so. YouTube, your YouTube's grown a good bit. It seems, and I see like. I, I say it all the time. I'm not a massive watcher of YouTube content. I'm a podcast guy. Um, so like the visual side of things don't work for me. But I do tune in for the occasional video of yourself, Quinny, and whoever else puts them out. But like what I notice with you as well is like like you know Quinny and me have been around for a long time. I think you've been around for a fair bit now as well. And I, I always plug your channel when I when I can. But you seem to have a great community built, which is great. Nah, yeah, it's been business has been booming recently, so thanks to everyone that has <laughs> business been has been booming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it's just you know the amount of like tips you get just from making videos. I remember someone told me to get that Diogo Costa from Porto, and like I was like, yeah, cheers, mate, we'll get that. Obviously, never picked him up. Yeah, um, I think so. yeah, and they're all on to you. And like besides that, just like nice comments, like they really make your day. Like I always go through and read every comment people write, so. Yeah, it really improves so rare for me, and yeah, obviously any sign-ups, whatever, also just a benefit. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the biggest one that I, I uh, the biggest tip I had was he changed his name, so I always never know which one to call him. He knows who he is. I think it's Johnny F or Dancing Boy used to be or something. Told me about Kikuchi before Kikuchi was a thing, and I, <laughs> I bought the code. Yeah, I bought hit bought two of them actually at like point one or something ages ago. Sold one for like point eight and used the other one for a while and then sold him. But I mean, that all happened because of content. So now the guy sends me a few tips. I just buy them all. A few of them have come off, a few of them haven't so far. But I mean, it's not over till I sell them or whatever happens. They go in military service. But it's it's amazing all those kind of those wee tips that come through. But um, yeah. so that's your highlights. What was your low light? Um, really struggled for this. Like, it's just been pretty good all round. I remember mm. right at the very start. I was deciding on one of my first or second players, and it was between Lissado Martinez from Ajax and um, Alexandro from Juventus. Mm. And I was like, "Well, Alexandro is just you know such a better player. Like he's obviously gonna like go up more in value." But I was like, oh, "Martinez is under twenty-three. I obviously I knew that value." Um, I settled on Alexandro. Got injured in the second game. I had him, and mm. now Lissado Martinez is one of the most expensive rares on the platform. So mm. that was a, a big L um, as well. Right when I started off, obviously I. I started on a much tighter budget than I'm on now. And um, I got Zielinski. I can't remember how I got him, if it was a whatever. But basically, I had to trade him away. And, like, I knew it was an awful idea, but I basically had to trade him for Powell for free shippers. Like, 
like getting rid of a star player for you know three people you knew were shit but it let you play the game like that was the yeah. other one and um my final low light is an ongoing low light every every now and again i'm in a bad mood it's i always go in the general chat and get myself in fights with, um, you know <laughs> you do internet virgins yeah i'm just <laughs> awful for it um so i regret every time i do it it really ruins my day but i can't stop myself <laughs> it's not great for the self-esteem when you you turn around and you're like i've just spent 45 minutes of my time on some troll oh, yeah it's not and great like, it, it's just one of those things where it'll be like different opinions like both pretty you know normal like you know like stacking some people like it some people don't and then it'll just go into like i think you're this i think you're that i think you're this and it's like <laughs> oh it's just awful but i can't stop myself <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a low light have you any predictions for 2022 we've had some big ones so far yeah i want to uh before i get into them, i do want to crush everyone's dreams in the chat and josh's because i'm pretty sure the premier league cards can't can't come out until the new season of the premier league starts I was reading it on the article. That's when the uh, licenses. So your dog's picture is pretty safe in the background there. The plot um, has thickened. Yeah, but and and I'll crush another dream. When um, Nicholas is liking all these tweets, I went through and checked because he liked my Scottish Premier League prediction or like oh. who I wanted next, and I realised he liked every tweet. Like it wasn't the Premier League ones. It's just obviously everyone commented the Premier League. So I believe that's I what they call confirmation bias, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So oh, for fuck's um, sake. after There's crushing a... everyone's dreams, I'll try and bring you back up with 2022. Not only do we get the Premier League, without a doubt, like Mel said, please don't you know, make me think mug of myself here, <laughs> but we definitely get the Premier League. I think we'll be the sponsor, like we are at La Liga. I think it'll be going around the stadium um, on the billboards, whatever you'd call them. Um, <laughs> so pretty much Liga 2.0 there. That would be um, amazing. That would be huge. That would be like so yeah. big. And imagine like the Premier League actually run FPL, don't they? Yeah. They, so imagine they now, and I know that's another stretch, and it's me just going crazy. But imagine somehow with the license for the Premier League, they get some sort of display on on the Premier League or on FPL. Yeah, like. Imagine well, that. You like you like the free version. How about you play for some money? That's like all I'm trying to explain to my mates now. Like they're all talking about like FPL taking it so seriously, and I'm like, how can you take it so seriously when nothing's on the line? Like you might have ten quid in like a uh, sweepstake for the, for the season, but what's mm. that after you know nine months of playing? It's not exactly a good ROI, is it? Yeah. Um, but uh, I do have a couple more slightly more out there ones. Um, so I think I think we'll actually get a complete kind of revamp to the the divisions so obviously you've got your limited limited pro but like we think it'll go like that i think it's just gonna get be scrapped i don't know how you can take so long to implement limited pro bring the yeah. commons to the very start like, i think they've done something wacky um and the reason i uh, adding on to this right there's so many things that you've got to consider so with the division two clubs there's no way they're minting division two clubs and they haven't got a plan for it and you can't mm. fit division two into the current system it would just break it same for women's football they're gonna have a thought about that um do they just add another you know women's global all-stars women's on 23 it gets a bit, a bit messy so i think they've got a uh, smart solution for that um and then also i mentioned it in one of my last videos i just think there needs to be a little bit more help to newcomers so like a maiden league or something so if you've never won um or if you have under 10 cards you're in this this league i think they mm. need something like that and like they're pretty on the ball this team i think, I think they'll be bringing those in um and one thing i don't think anyone spoke about it for about two months now like we're getting moments cards pretty soon aren't we yeah, that's for next yeah. season, isn't it, with the Bundesliga? I, th I thought it was like January, but um, 
like I, th- I thought it was next maybe. season, but you could be right. Maybe it was next year, but I'm pretty sure it yeah. was the next season. Comments will sort us out anyway. But um, what I think there'll be more collectability. So like you might get a free card if you collect a whole team, or if you've got a moment mm. and his original and a super rare or something, then you'll get you know a sticker album, and that can get you an NFT of of a collectible for just a visual representation kind of thing. That's, you- that's where I think we're going. I want more from the achievements. I want more from yeah. the achievements in the club shop. And when it came out, I mean, and I know it's gimmicky and I know it's not. But, like, I just, I really want to see them sell NFTs in there. Like, background NFTs. I don't know whatever it happens to be. But, like, actual NFTs that you can use as your club banner. And then, like, they, like they'll they get, I don't know, they'll have their own collectability to them. No. Um, and you obviously you can trade them with other people so you know obviously but, like green and white and things like that so any of those i'll be buying exactly up and selling all the blue ones it's, it's basically another market in itself where you can even do it for free you can do it for but, cards it's, it's such an easy dub like, do you know when like Fortnite? speaking of dubs yeah like the winner's <laughs> umbrellas like there should be like the winner something and so rare yeah i oh did you not see um not, not many people saw it to be fair but i said what they need for um the winners and I'm sure YNWA will get tired of them, is like a winner's jacket. So if you won the division, you get like the So Rare merch jacket and it's got a line across in like white, um, in white, in yellow, red, blue, or black or gold. And that kind of is like, you know, only people that play the game would understand. And you'd see like Mark chilling out with all of his yellow, blue and red jackets. And like when you get one, it's kind of like golf, you know, like the green jacket. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's where the fort came from. Um, you can only get I love my it. thought was that you only get one per division or whatever but, um. and it brings in that the real world thing where I'm out walking down the street exactly. in my red jacket looking yeah. all cool and they collaborate with some artist in the NFT space which their Nicholas is talking about doing obviously on Twitter and they create these really nice pieces of artwork uh, artwork pieces of clothing and then do you know that that's just it, you know what it is they just don't have the legs at the minute. Whenever yeah. they have 200 new employees, these little gimmicky nice-to-haves, I think they'll be everywhere. Look at me pretend I wear glasses yeah. with my rose-tinted glasses. But um, well, that, so, That's what the 200 employees is just... That's what everyone's looking at, aren't they? Like 200 yeah. employees coming in. So, And who do you think the best suggestion to join so rare? That was a weird one, but you know I like it. I get someone in the community involved, um, helping out Dan, and, or just whatever they need to do in the company, really. That would be huge. So my next question, and then I'm going to go over to Mark, is give us a player, pump the shit out of someone underneath point one, and I've probably missed a few swear words, so I'll, I'll chuck another couple to charity there. Um, pump, pump a player. Um, thanks to everyone else that did this. I really got a, a, a Muzu from Mel. Um, I couldn't spell Quinny's one, um, which is quite annoying. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but I'm, I've, I've got it's not one. My one player would be Palacios in rare. Um, I've just seen him. I go through my like gallery value every now and again, and he's below point one. So uh, Ezekiel or Ezekiel Plasios oh, yeah. from Leverkusen. Um, he's obviously under. He's in the under twenty threes. He can get in the, the national team for Argentina. By Leverkusen have European fixtures. They're pretty dominant in their league. He's a little bit rotational, but I'm pretty sure he's going to knock down the position. And once he does, that price is going to fly. Um, so I would get involved in him if. But yeah, Ezekiel um, Palacios. So, yeah exactly but besides that for me i'll start getting in legends like they're just so low and they've really said they want to go beyond the initial um utility they said they're having so mm. they said they'd have monthly tournaments and dan said like yeah we're going to do more than that and like you know i think now's the time to get in so i picked up a team i think you're bang on and i'm going to do the same 
I'm going to buy a Legends yeah. team. Make myself a little note here. That's a fun project. Because yeah. I just can't... They, they cannot shaft Legend owners. Like, yeah, they've sold all these cards. They're all out there. And nothing's happened. Something's going to happen. And then everyone's going to be, I need a Legend because of FOMO. And I want to enter this special weekly where I can meet Iker Casillas or some bollocks. And exactly. everyone's going to buy them. So you're bang on. I'm going to go and do that. Um, I've personally gone for Di Stefano. For, um, he's got the Real Madrid strikers, so obviously you get Vinicius or Benzema's best score, so that's um, class. Um, Johan Cruyff, Ajax, obviously, but oh, yeah. you know, I don't particularly like Ajax, so we, we'll play that down. Um, <laughs> oh, the best one, Franz Beckenbauer. You get the, I think you get the Bayern Munich defence and the Germany defence. Oh, it's wow. Yeah, they are, they are cheap enough, aren't they? Relative, like... Yeah. I don't know if I'd go to Rare, but I wouldn't go to Rare. No. They, they said early doors that the um, it's only collectability-wise for the um, different scarcities, so just get straight into those yellows. Um, if you've got the patience, wait until they do the auctions, because that's obviously when they're lowest, but they've just mm. dropped some on, um, I think it's like the 22nd or something, so they're pretty low right now, if available. Good man. <laughs> I keep doing this. I'm the worst. I am not an expert. Do not listen to me. John won't want to go. I need to focus on SO5, not the collector shit. <laughs> right now, I'm going all in on Legends. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> I hate this. Alex, um, can you repeat that scarcity thing I missed you, by the way? What, yeah, did, you, so what did you say about scarcity? They said initially in the announcement that there's like nothing to the scarcities. Like it's, it's just collectability if you want to get a rarer one. So just, you know, go for the cheapest a version you can unless you have a you know particular benefit on, on why you want to own one but yeah what they said basically is that limited rares and super rares it sounds like they'd kind of be in the same division and um, obviously they can change their mind but yeah stick to the limits for now i have to give a big shout out here to gaza 2186 big man's chugging a corona and he posted it on twitter looking well gaza and uh big thanks to quinny mdj and so rare turbo who also posted photos of their drinks with the stream on the background which is great so nice to see us at home joining in it's a lovely festive period but alex is there anything else to throw in before i jump over to mark ah uh, no i'm on the beer Moretti's myself trying to lovely. fight myself through the hangover but thanks a lot for having us on and yeah Cheers. no look absolutely hang around i'm going to talk to mark for a few minutes if you unless you've anywhere to go that goes to everyone who's sitting in zoom um, I'll talk to Mark here for a few minutes and then I'll just kind of open the floor because I need to go for a pee. Um, that's the issue with drunk casts and yeah, we'll maybe take some questions and topics from from people in the in the comments. But um, thanks a million, Alex. Um, yeah, and Divi in the comments is wondering where did Quentin go. Basically, they're all here. You just can't see them because this software shot itself and I'm making the best of a bad situation. But we're getting through it. Um, Mark, are you in the house? I am, but I think uh, Alex has pretty much covered off everything I, I was going to say. I mean, I, I concur with uh, the majority of things. It's uh, the wisdom that he's uh, shared out this evening. I'm going to say something now to you. I'm going to say, Mark, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. It's it's great to be on the uh, on, on, on the show. I mean, yeah, you have you have such esteemed guests, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm delighted to ride on their coattails. Yeah, no, uh, we'll hopefully have you on in early 2022, but um, thanks for thanks for joining us. I hope your Christmas was good. Liverpool got beat last night, didn't they? 
Yeah, you're quite observant, John, for a podcast <laughs> sports host, aren't you? You're obviously keeping up to date with the scores. Well just done, a point. Well done. Just a, I don't keep up to date with much, but I, I kept up to date with that. <laughs> yes, you are You are correct. Uh, the Mighty Reds uh, decided for the first time in 34 games that uh, they didn't want to trash the opposition. Was so, that a 34 uh, yeah. game? Was it a winning run or just a non-defeating kind of run? Uh, I think it was one defeat in 36. I think they've scored in the last 34. So we'll have to start that little venture again. That's mad. Um, everyone's saying whale, whale hello there. So um, you're the biggest whale of the night so far, Mark. Um, but look, talk to us. I've got a couple of questions I've been asking everyone. I'm going to ask you the exact same. Um, what was your highlight of the year for So Rare? For you, for So Rare, for whatever. Just So Rare related. I think So Rare related for me had to be Liverpool joining the platform. No brainer. When did that happen? Um, in January. Was that January? It's amazing. Like, you know, you look back, you think, oh, how long have I owned these cards for? And it's like, I've still owned these cards for less than a year. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I think, um, and okay, yeah, it's one, because it was Liverpool, but two, because I think of the timing, it was still pre the February, March explosion, mm. the auctions to a certain degree. You know, I was still able to to get what I wanted to get. You know, okay, we didn't have Roxy Dog in there. Carapu was obviously still there fighting. At the time, this was pre-Blackpool for me, so I was competing Zarao, AJ, all these others. And I think, yeah, just overall, very fortunate that a lot of the larger account holders on the on the game are not Liverpool fans. A lot of Man mm. United fans at the top end had there had there been one other Liverpool fan like me, and I think the distribution of the cards would have been very very different. So yeah, highlight for me, easy no brainer was uh, Liverpool joining the platform. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, that's absolutely fair. And it just, it's funny, the time, the reason I asked was if it was January, I'm wondering, is it, are we kind of, is that what these hints are coming? Do you know, there's hints coming out left, right and centre, there's been a lot of talk about it. People talking about the Premier League, maybe it is just another Premier League club. I'm going to go with Alex and I'm going to say there's going to be no Premier League. And I'm actually going to go and say that uh, we need to uh, get ready to batten down the hatches and uh, go to the mattresses. And you guys, everyone has got to start to... Uh, Plan for no Premier League in 2022. How are you going to play Serrea with no Premier League? So get that out of your head and assume that a rival company beats Serrea to the punch. I think Serrea will end up getting it at some point in the future, maybe two, three years down the line. But let's play the game and make decisions now based on no Premier League. What makes you say that? Is that just because like everyone has expectations? Because, no, because everyone else is saying it. And uh, I, th- I think it is a lot. I don't think it's just about money. You you see so many different uh, individual footballers and teams that are pairing up with, you know, okay, you've got to do your own research, but there are a lot of companies out there that I would say are not of the same ilk, not of the same status as, as Serer. Yet, you've got footballers going to sell their NFTs on different platforms, or you've got teams partnering up to sell all sorts of weird and wonderful mm-hmm. stuff. So... You know, I think as as I think Nicholas and the team will give the best pitch, the best presentation by far. I think it's clear they've got the resources behind them, but that doesn't guarantee that they're going to get the nod at the end of the day. Yeah, and you you just don't know in in the world of business and especially football. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, there was before Bayern Munich joined Serer, there was another company that uh, pitched and got Bayern Munich before Serer. And this was in the in the winter of 2019, I think, because I was just laughing myself to sleep after they produced some Robert Lewandowski snow globe fucking card. 
I'll put some money in the charity <laughs> pot as well. And I just looked at these cards and I thought they were comical. And it was so clear at the time that even though Sorelli had Belgium, uh, Jupiter League, they had West Ham. I think Atletico and Juve were two of the bigger clubs that came on early as individual licensed teams. Um, and then Bayern Munich went to a different platform. And it was so clear. It was such a cash grab. It was, mm. it was just a train wreck. And it was just a matter of time before you saw that license agreement expire. And then you could imagine Nicholas going around to the table to buy and going, yeah, well, you made the wrong decision. You're clearly not going to make that wrong decision again. Mm. Come and join us this time. And if the Premier League doesn't come to Surrey in 2022, yeah, okay. You know, certain people might think, oh, well, you know, I would imagine a lot of money will move towards wherever the Premier League does go. But at some point, you know, I think as Surrey gets stronger and stronger and all the other departments, it will just make them even, yeah, even better to negotiate with, you know, 12, 24 months down the line, whenever that happens to be. You know, best things come to those that wait. Like being super cynical here, and again, Mark, you're probably, well, you, I've no doubt you're much more well-versed in the this whole industry and the world of licensing and clubs and business and whatever else, but it wouldn't surprise me in the world today that some cowboy NFT project project gets a license because of politics and who knows who and networking with the understanding that at some stage that license will be so long to so rare. And then their mate makes a killing and they end up with so rare anyway. There's all these sort of weird wee pol- political things that can just happen and they're out of the control of so rare at the end of the day. Um, yeah, that's true, but it doesn't have to be a cowboy outfit either. It can be someone big uh, that, that we already know. It can be a yeah. Tops, it can be a Panini, it can be someone that uh, has already got a long-standing relationship. They might not have that wealth of uh, experience in the NFT space, but if you've had a pre-existing contract with panini for 20 years for selling premier league stickers mm. you know you're probably going to say i'll tell you what i'll give you a crack at the nfts if if, if that's what if that's the direction you're going to go yeah um so i've got a great track record for two and a half years selling nfts but they don't have that same you know relationship that uh, maybe other companies have got so yeah i think as much as nicholas has say is tweeting out some good stuff let's let's have some managed expectations i know the community are very patient. I mean, no, I can't believe the, the level of patience and understanding that the community has on a, on a day-to-day basis. So as long as they can carry that through to 2022, I think everyone will be fine. I like it. Well, fair play, because we needed that. I think we did need that. And I can see in the comments here that Josh feels like you've, you, you haven't just pissed in his cornflakes, you've shat in his cornflakes, you've made him eat it with chopsticks. So... <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't a problem for anyone in particular. Uh, and I think if you go into it, into into each, into each, you know, whether you break your performance down or your enjoyment down every month, every quarter, every half year, however you do it, if you go in with you know as low expectations as you can possibly have, and make decisions with low expectations in mind, you've got more chance of coming out the other end, surprising yourself, and you know being even happier. When you're going in, if you're going into 2022 with. Uh, Okay, I will pick on you this time, Josh. With a Premier League power hour in less than less than seventy-two hours' time, uh, you can't, and you're going to the fridge every morning and putting a cross through the date as, and counting down, then I think come Sunday you might be a tad disappointed. But you never know. Well, if he isn't disappointed, his portrait will be on my wall. I'm going to say for the year of 2022. So I don't know which I actually want to happen, but um, I'll ask you what your low light was in 2022. Um, I think, I think it's a generic one, and I think it's what I feel is a lack of progress in the in the game engine 
uh, or in the game. I mean, we're all playing SO5. You know, yes, I think conversely, we've had some amazing developments with Sarah Data, Sarah Mega, Sarah Bragg, which has allowed us to spend our time, you know, also focusing on, on other third-party games to enhance our enjoyment. But the core SO5 has, has gone nowhere. Mm. It's gone backward. It's gone backward in terms of rewards and it's gone backward in terms of it hasn't evolved despite you know the community's feedback now of course just because the community says something's going to be better doesn't mean to say it's going to be better but you know there are some people in the community that sound like they know what they're talking about uh and you know i think if you've got the right system at hq where you can siphon through all the messages you know weed weed out all the the crap um there are some good suggestions there Mm. But yeah, they are just I mean, the manpower. It seems to to implement those. So uh, yeah, they've I guess they've bought themselves a year of of grace, having shot out the blocks, and uh, and done very well in 2019, 2020. But for me, 2021 will be remembered as a year where we've actually you know gone sideways or maybe even regressed in terms of the gameplay. Yeah, I have to say, I mean, it is as you sort of sarcastically reference patience. I feel like for me, sarcastic. I <laughs> where, where, where did you take that from? Get out of here. I, th- I feel like I'll often kind of let them off the hook with the, the lack of progress in terms of the game engine and whatever else because I just kind of think, ah, oh, geez, John, it's only been three months since the Bundesliga and four months or whatever since La Liga. Do you know, geez, calm down. But they're unrelated things in many senses. They're different. I mean, there's been so little progress in terms of SO5, D2 is a shit show, and there's a lot going on there in terms of you know limited pros been talked about as if it exists now for a month, two months. Uh, common cards how are they going to work there's a lot there that needs done um, and I, yeah I suppose that is a big disappointment but because it isn't maybe one specific event it's something that's been missed so far um, I'll ask you then to kind of wrap up this what, what are your predictions did I ask you that? I didn't ask you this what are your predictions then for 2022 apart from no even, Premier League power hour on Sunday yeah, um, or even just one big one prediction that you think is a little different or give us everything whatever you want to do Ooh. Um, it's a hard one. If you don't have any, either, I, that's I, fine. I, I'll go back to what I said in the chat as the others were as the others were giving their opinions. I, I still think you know I've always played the game or tried to play the game. Well, I'm not I'm not chasing the hype. You might say, yeah, okay, you can look at certain purchases. You think, oh, yeah, it's chasing the hype. I'm not chasing the hype. I'm playing against direct competition. I'm only buying certain cards or putting markers on the auction down on certain cards because I've got direct competition. If I don't, then someone gets a card in my eyes cheaper than they should do, and yeah. they're competing directly against me. But right now, everyone's complaining about D2 Super Rare Awards, which has, has been the theme for months and months and months and months. People are very cozy and happy in D3. You know, they've stepped up from D4 to D3. They've got themselves a nice couple of Super Rares. They're going for big prizes. They're going for rare cards that can quite easily sell for over one ETH within, you know, Tuesday morning, Tuesday, Tuesday lunchtime, Friday lunchtime, get your card reward. Great. You can have it on the market within an hour. You can get load of low ball res- mobile offers of 20% below what it should be selling for. But within a few hours, you can sell it for, you know, what's last transaction, if that's the way you want to play the game, which is great. Mm. There is zero incentive to go from, I'm not going to call them by their current names, from D3 to D2. Simple as that. Mm. But if you don't think they're able to, to fix that, why are we still playing this game? There has to come a point in... You know, and that might point still might be three months or six months or twelve months away. But there has to come a point where super rares will become 
a lot more valuable than they are today. Otherwise, the game has failed. It's as simple as that because there's only 10 of them per season. You talked earlier about 1,000 Mbappes being worth, you know, whatever they were worth. No, I, I disagree with you there. Rares, you know, at some point will become more valuable because you look at the entrants that are going into the D5s now and then you look at the in, in, amounts of entries that are going into D4. You know, bloody D, D2. Yeah, you might not get the best D2s in the world but start with something everybody started their d5 life or d4 life with you know a portfolio of cards which was fit for their budget mm. they probably didn't go out and buy verts mbappe you know donnarumma from day one they got what they wanted then they progressed up but no one does that with super rares no one seems to go in and pick up one or two super rares because there's always a shinier or better rare or there's always mm. you know you can go and get whoever you want as a limited for the same money but at some point, when there's still only 100 people contesting a Division 2 tournament and 200 people contesting a Division 2 tournament, they're pretty good odds mm. compared to 50,000 people playing Division 5 or 25,000 people playing Division 4. I'd rather go with a slightly inferior super rare card. And yeah, I just think my prediction is that the market will, will realise that. And markets tend to realise things too late. Mm. You know, there, there could be an announcement this week aside from the Premier League uh, Power Hour on Sunday, there could be an announcement this week that says, you know, this is what we're doing to Division 2. Well, all those people with spare super rare cards aren't going to sit there and go, oh, um, you know, I'll leave my card on the market for the same price. Everything's getting delisted. Everything's going to get swallowed up until we see the ramifications of that. And then there's going to be a glut of people, I think, which are going to be stuck in Division 3 going, well, I didn't really go to Division 2 anyway. And so, mm. well, no, you did, but you left it too late and you weren't prepared to speculate to get there. No, I hear you. Uh, I just want to come back to something you said about the when I was kind of giving the whole Mbappe's a thousand of them and all. I was talking kind of hypothetically about the potential ceiling of these cards whenever you look at apes and punks and all sorts of things going for stupid prices. No, like, that's fair. And I think, the but... I think the ceiling will be where pretty much where it is at the moment, maybe slightly higher for some cards, only because. I think the ceiling for super rares is yet we're nowhere near the ceiling for super rares. So as we see the ceiling for super rares continue to rise, well, we're going to we, we're not going to have rares that keep going up in in parallel to that. Yeah, I think that's fair because I suppose there is the discrepancy there between maybe the limited price, the rare price, the super rare. Is this too early to plug my super rare super January sale announcement? Are you doing a super rare super January sale? No, I'm not. I'm keeping on my super rare. Sorry. Ah, oh, God damn I, I believe I believe that I believe they're going up in value. So, Mark, I was going to ask. I've asked everyone so far. Give us a player under 0.1 um, in value that you think go up over the next year. Now, I don't know if you dabble in that end of the market. So, if you want to raise that to an eighth, by all means. Do you know what? Give us a super rare that you think will be much more valuable this time next year. <laughs> just, just, just name a player. No, I'll go with I'll go with a 0.1 because I think two. Yeah, you, you've always, you know, everyone, no matter what level you're playing the game, you everyone fights for every 0.01 ETH. You know, yeah. you do it on every, you do it on every negotiation, whether someone's coming at you for a card that's worth an ETH, or whether someone's coming at you for a card that's worth 0.05 ETH. There's mm -hmm. always a negotiation there, and there's always someone out there trying to shave off a bit, and you always have to sit there and try and defend your corner and try and, you know, get what you want for your card. So, um, I'll go with a player that. I think it's going to appreciate over the course of a year. It's not someone that you're going to run out and rush to buy now, but Neko Williams from Liverpool, which I think you can still get for some, uh, under 0.1. I have a I've super rare, baby. The... Well, just get your super then if there's still one that exists. But I'll go for the rare Neko Williams for under 0.1 that I think will be worth 
considerably more than 0.1 in 12 months. That's the, the challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen enough of the kid now to think that he's going to be he's going to be decent. I don't think he's going to be decent in the salar old up, up at right wing, but I think at right back he's more than capable. Um, considering that you can buy, if there was the supply of him, you could probably buy 26 versions of him instead of a Trent Arnold Alexander. Um, I mean, if Trent was to get injured, then you've got a player there that's going to slot in for 0.1. If Trent's not going to get injured, then he's still going to get a fair share of games. If we do play a 55-60 game season, it's pretty easy to predict when uh, Trent's going to get rotated out. Plus, he's a full international for Wales. And, you know, I'm sure there's people there that think that Wales are going to win the World Cup. Or So maybe he goes all the way there. But that's something. I, I have one. You have one. Harry has one. Harry trades. And a guy, Nanzo, has one of the super rares. I'm assuming you have the unique. You do. Um, and what I love about the, it, it's that. Jeez, John, use your words. That's a drunk cast for you. For me, the thing about him is I have him and I'm holding him long term because. All the reasons you said, but where does he come in? Because um, I can't see Trent leaving Liverpool anytime soon. I'm imagining he's a career, like there for his career type player. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, where, where does Nico Williams oh, yeah, come in, well, other than injury maybe or doesn't. rotation? But maybe, maybe, get, maybe gets a transfer. Maybe yeah. gets a transfer to a you know, relegation club like Spurs or Everton or something like that. And then he can get, <laughs> uh, he gets, he gets some regular minutes. I also, I think one of the things from Neko as well, he's going to be the sort of player that will benefit from a... Uh, a matrix scoring change. Okay, yes, he has to play to get the points in the first place. But he's, again, he, there is a lot of similarities between him and Trent. And I just think there's not, you know, as a 0.1 card goes, you know, you've got a season. Let's say my other prediction of no Liverpool for the season comes good. Then you're going to have very, very short supply of, of one of the very first Premier League cards. Okay, let's ignore West Ham for the time being. You know, first season Liverpool card. Wherever he goes on, under 23, mm. still got a couple of years left in him. It's a 0.2, 0.25 car waiting to happen. But for mm. some people, they might not want to uh, be be patient enough. They want to go and buy a 0.1 player that's maybe injured and coming back and definitely going to be playing in January. Or they just want a 0.1 card that uh, can go to 0.2 in February. There's plenty of those out there as well, I guess. Nanzo is in the crowd watching. Nanzo, I made you an offer for your Francis Amuzu and you declined it. Come on, let's do a negotiation live here. Hit me up in the comments. Like, well, what do you want? What do you want for this Francis Amuzu Super Rare? Um, but Mark, look, I appreciate it. Very fair points. It was great to have you on for that sort of dose of reality as well. Um, but I hope you're wrong. But you're probably not. Um, feel free to stick around. I'm going to kind of open the floor up a bit to whoever's in Zoom and have a bit no of a problem. chat. No problem. Cheers, John. And thanks uh, to everybody. Yeah, don't worry. Most people uh, would like to think that uh, they want me to be wrong. So, uh, yeah, and I hope everyone that is... <laughs> Hoping for the Premier League uh, gets gets their wish, and I just hope that uh, I can keep my extra percentage points on uh, on Liverpool whilst uh, that they don't come back onto the platform for a while. Tell, are they gonna? Can they still mint Liverpool cards in any way, or are they like gone? I think there's some prize. Someone won some prizes uh, recently because I negotiated for a card that someone won as a prize, which I thought was a bit strange going into like November December giving away a, a Liverpool card. I mean, if they're able to give it away as prizes, there's still I think. 15, 20 Salas or Virgils or all the key players have still must have 15, 20 rare versions of them still that haven't been uh, used. So if you're able to give it away as a prize, why aren't they auctioning off more bundles? But I, I can't see why you would do one, not the other. But mm. anyway. Anyway, look. Um... I'll leave you guys be or I'll sit in the background. But yeah, lovely to lovely to be involved. And uh, yeah, great to hear everyone's, uh, everyone's opinions. No, thanks a million. Happy Christmas and Happy New Year. So... 
what I'll say is, um, Mel Crane is saying, can we have a toilet break? He's exploding over there. Yes, toilet break. Quinny, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Quinny, I'm not going to be here. People can't hear you, but they can't see you. Can you like host this for a minute while I go for a pee? I sure, no problem. Maybe other people <laughs> go for a pee, but it's they're not obligated to. But I'll be back in a couple of minutes. One thing I was thinking earlier when um, Mel was talking and then when Alex was talking was like, see some of the developments you guys were kind of chatting about in terms of like we're women's football and we're legends and things like that. I kind of think the now, like, obviously, like we're all star and everything, it is just like everything goes. And I think as we get, and it's just something I, I just kept saying to myself, remember to bring this back up because it was probably a good bit of banter. But like, I think as they do progress these things, they're also rolling legends out at whatever pace they are. And I think you're right, Alex, they've got a plan for this stuff. You know, the D2 guys as well, you know, we pretty much know that Bundesliga 2 is signed by the Bundesliga deal. And I think it's just heavily, it may be heavily implied that La Liga 2 is, or uh, Segunda, or whatever we're calling it. But um, I think there will be, like, that they'll keep that all-star element. I think there will always be a division where you can put anything in, you know, any shape and size, and it's just a division where you can, in terms of like region and territory and all that kind of caper. So, um, I bought my first legend tonight. After you confirming that scarcity thing, once you said that for me, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go and get who a bit of Who did you get? Shevchenko. Ah, uh, yeah. I heard you say you wanted to get him. You you liked him. I love Shevchenko, time. man. Yeah. I've been scouting him for ages, but then when you said that, I was like, wow, man, it's gonna be. I'm listening to John. If Raging he didn't go and sweep up all the pair shirts when he came on my podcast, yeah. so I'm thinking Alex Tommy Legends, I'm I'm getting that feeling. Just get a wee limited Shevchenko and then forget about it. I'm just waiting for the, the King Henrik to come on and then uh we'll sweep up all of those together. Well what do you think? Do you think you'll do you think you'll require a team of legends? I heard you saying earlier you get a team of them. Yeah, yeah, I think um I think it will be a full team. Um, there's no point really having a goalkeeper for me, so I've ignored one of those. But yeah, I just don't see what, how you can put a restriction on one legend. Otherwise, it's basically the same as we've got now with a very slight difference. But saying that, I think I'm actually wrong. I think they've got this great idea that they come up with, like the progression bar. I know it's not implemented, but when they come up, came up with that progression bar, I was like, oh yeah, that was actually a really good idea. It solved like a lot of the problems and you know keeps people on the platform all the rest of it. So. Yeah, I think they've probably got a better idea than I have, but I see it as, you know, five cards of your choice. If you want to play Legends, obviously try and play Legends because they're better than a normal card. So. Fair enough, man. I'm back. Quick toilet break. How many flushes did it take to get it down, John? Do you want to know something really <laughs> gross? I didn't flush because oh. I didn't want you to hear the flush and I'm probably going to oh, go and pee again. Um <laughs> Does anyone do that, or is that a really gross thing I do sometimes? Like, oh. it's like I'm gonna flush anyway. <laughs> it wasn't a poop; it was just a pee, and it was very yeah, well hydrated. Not anyone, mate. Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm gonna do something quickly, and then we'll get a chat going here. So, um, what time is it even? Yeah, we, God knows what time we'll wrap up. But just want to shout out to everyone who's posting the. Oh, is this a, geez, that's actually. I'm just seeing some comments here on Twitter. Everyone who's posting their their photos of their drink. So Hoodwink's there. Hoodwink who gave me this amazing T-shirt of the most collectible card on So Rare. I stand by that. I'll bring it to the grave. Um, Dan, Dan is here. Dan from So Rare is watching. He says he's drinking sparkling water, but he posted a photo of it. Thanks, Dan. Um, who else is here? There's a lot. It's gonna take me too long to thank everyone. Um, Gorilla So Rare is there. I'll give it a quick retweet. Thanks a million. 
Uh, I'll give that one a wee retweet. It's great to see how many people are tuning in, having a beer, having a sparkling water, whatever you're doing. And I'm just shy of 9,000 followers on Twitter, so let's try and get there. Make sure you like the video while you're here and subscribe to the YouTube. And of course, if this is your first time, you're like, what's this on his YouTube? This is weird. This podcast goes out every Friday and will go out every Friday in 2022, starting next week. Um, so check out So Far So Rare. Right, I'm going over to Zoom. I'm going to pull up the gallery thing. I wish I could show you as all to the world, but um, I just have to chat to you. JW, I haven't introduced you. JW's here. I didn't even realise he's here until I hit gallery view. Ah, oh, you know. It's all right. <laughs> What's the crack? <laughs> How was your Christmas? Happy New Year, nearly. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. No, it was, it was all good, you know. You've just uh, been chilling there waiting for me to talk to you and I'm giving people a show. I'm just, I'm just looking at everyone else in the chat realising how old I am. <laughs> I'd say Mark's probably your age. He's just he's just too too shy to show oh. himself. Fair enough, fair enough. No, I'm a little disappointed everyone's not a little farther along in the drinking. I figured if I jumped in at least a half hour late, I'd be uh, all caught up. Ah, Quinny's like a quart down. There we go. I love it. Quinny's getting there. I'm actually, you just can't see me. I'm about to, the people on stream can see me. I don't know if you have it up. I'm going to pour myself a little whiskey to try and catch up a bit. But um, look, while I'm doing that, um, do you want John or JW? What do you want? I don't care, man. Well, there's three of us. Worse. We should uh, we should do So Rare Johns and we should take over the Andrews podcast. There's three of us, just two of them. A little I bit like of turf it. warfare. The, the So Rare Johns. I like it. I like it. <laughs> there's definitely been worse ideas out there. There's Alex here. There's, a, there's an Alex Dobbins out there I know of. Um, there's probably a few Joshes about. We should just create a podcast with people who have the same name as us. Um, but, John, do you want to tell us your, like, I, I'm just going to pour a whiskey here. Tell us your highlight oh, and tell ahead. us your lowlight of the year. Oh, my highlight of the year. Um, I mean, selfishly, my highlight of the year is, like, Coming hundreds on the podcast? and hundreds of people. Oh, subscri- oh no, man. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I, my highlight was being the, uh, the 137 winner, but then Laird shattered my uh, illusion that I was anywhere near good by coming in with just like uh what not two over the 137 and yeah that was not fun um (laughs) he nailed it 137.2 am i allowed to curse on this i don't even know of course you are say say fuck and every time i say it (laughs) i have to to give money to charity so i'm currently on nine times of curse i'm gonna round it up to 10 because i've definitely missed one oh beautiful you say what you want say it once for you there you go hop right on throw some more money in the jar um (laughs) no man i don't know like i i I really enjoyed um getting integrated into the community, meeting everybody, seeing a bunch of people that I knew before come over to So Rare, either before or after me, um, has been a, a ton of fun getting to do the shows with you and, and Quinny and whatnot. Never having gotten to go on So Rare, Andrews has been a particular highlight for me this year. Hopefully that carries on into the next year as well. <laughs> uh, no, man. Um, what is, what's the, like a legit good highlight? Uh, I got... Um, I won. I won an Anthony Fontana twenty-one, twenty-one, twenty-one card, which was delightful. Mm. Um, I love the triple. I love the triples, and um, maybe my highlight. I mean, I think, I think I have to say, it's my highlight because um, I've been following along um, the rehab. Uh, the rehab of. Oh my God! I'm going to butcher his name, and I'm going to be so sorry for doing it that way. Um, <laughs> I'm not good with Japanese names. I, I, can I just say that I'm not good with Japanese names? Right. Oh, up front? you're gonna, you're gonna. We're gonna, Whatever you say, we're calling you racist. So good luck. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
right, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it and give it my um, my best shot here. Uh, Akihiro Hayashi, is that right? Boom! Everyone knew who you're talking all right. about. Beautiful. Uh, well, I've been following him on Twitter. He follows me on Twitter back. Um, been watching all of his rehab coming back from his knee injury, and I got his 33-33-33 card and, uh, from Limited. Uh, I did not get his. Um, I did not get his rare, which I did want. Um, but that was probably my highlight in That's terms nice. of like not winning something, just like doing something. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, um, you know. I was going to say that's beautiful. Tell us your... How about yours? I missed yours at the beginning, man. I missed your I missed your uh, your highlight at the beginning. My highlight was... Um, so, so rare related, there was like a two or three week purple patch where I like podium three times and then I haven't won a star rare since and it's been like eight, six months, seven months, something like that. Um... But my other so rare related highlight was the vlog. It was I really enjoyed it, meeting people, doing all that. And I have to say, I'm not gonna lie, I don't actually do live streams, and hands down, live streams are my favorite way of doing content. And it's been so long. I do I do like fantasy football ones. I've never really done so rare ones, and this is great fun. Like there's a load of people here. The engagement's great, and you know I wish I could pull up the kind of gallery view and everyone could see us because I'm just looking here and it's like. There's seven of us lads here having a laugh, chatting shit about so rare, and it's just beautiful. It's a lovely, lovely thing. Um, so yeah, that's, <laughs> this is this is a highlight. I'd say this is up there. It, I mean, I'll put that up there for me too, man. I mean, I, anytime somebody likes a post that I put up, anytime somebody actually engages around the content, it's fantastic. Mm. And uh, it's been really nice to get the support from um, the folks on here as well, and to be able to share that support back, and you know, tweet out the stuff when when they're doing it as well. So. It's uh, I don't know, man. It feels like it's, it feels like the community hasn't hit the curve yet that the growth of the platforms had. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we gotta we gotta get that next thing up and running. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're, did you you didn't give us a low light there, did you? Oh, did I give you a low light? No, my low light was when um I lost my microphone during the drunk cast at the end of twenty twenty one and I couldn't hear exactly what you said. <laughs> That's fair. So I'll ask you then, the last one we leave with, instead of <laughs> we've done the predictions thing to death. So I will ask yeah, yeah. you to to plug a player. I am saying point one, you're I don't know if you're prepared for that. If you don't have someone under point one, just plug <laughs> the shit out of a player that you think goes up in value and then we'll uh we'll have that open floor chat. Oh no, we have another person to introduce. We we'll talk. Oh. Oh, yeah. Get get on your next person and come back to me on that because I don't want to just throw out a name until I actually see if the price has gone up. Until you because list your MLS, cards to the market, you mean? Yeah, well, there we go. Let me look at my gallery and see who I really have to flog. <laughs> um, no, man, you know, the MLS PA cards, just like the J-League and K-League cards, that we haven't had, like, a dip in the off season, and it's yeah. been um, been really tough because I was planning on doing a bit of shopping and haven't been able to get that in. Um, so, like, Ezekiel Barco for Atlanta United... Um, the 22-year-old Argentine has, like, he was somebody that I was touting a lot in, you know, June, July on uh, on my Substack, and like, now, yeah, I mean, he's not remotely inexpensive, so he's nowhere close to not one. I thought he might have been at like 0.25, and I would have still mm. jumped on him, but he's selling for like 0.33 now. So, um, but he's still, I think he's going to go up in value. By the way, like, you look at someone like a Carlos Heel or um, his teammate uh, Joseph Martinez. Um, you know, those players are selling for like 0.75 and higher. And yeah, I think Barco could be up in that range by the end of next season. I don't know. Quinny, what do you think? Quinny's seeing off drinks in the top corner here. I wish we could see it. <laughs> He's sitting there like pointing, like pointing at the sky, loving life. 
<laughs> he's, he's loving the Barco chat, loving the Martinez chat. But, I, <clears throat> you know, he loves it. Right, I'm going to introduce Harry. Harry Trades is here. Harry, what is happening, fellow Nico Williams Super Rare owner? What's going on, mate? Can you hear me well? We can hear you perfect. You're home for Christmas. How was it? I am, mate. Yeah, it's been nice to be fair. I go back next week. So, yeah, just been chilling, mate, to be honest. I've been ill every day, but testing negative with the uh, the old lateral flow. So, uh, is it like coffee type stuff, or do you think yeah, you're just man, doing too much stuff? Got, yeah, coughs in the last few days, but since before that, it was just like the classic sniffs and stuff. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. You see, I thought I was getting sick and assumed it might have been COVID. Turns out it's just that my parents have like lead stomachs and don't seem to refrigerate things <laughs> and feed me lots of stuffing and dodgy sausage meat over Christmas and then I'm just in pieces. Um, but it wasn't the Rona, thankfully. Um, but Harry, look, it's been a great year uh, content-wise. What was your highlight and your low light in, in the year of 2021? Um, <clears throat> I'd say low light. I was just having a little look through that and it, it's going to be a trade. Um. I got rid of an Etienne Vison, if if that's how you pronounce it. He's the goalkeeper for Walwick in the Eredivisie. Mm-hmm. Um, I had his super rare about. Well, I was just I'm literally looking now. This guy's got it. Um, he bought it three months ago off another guy, but I sold it on the 27th of June. I think I sold it for 0.2 ETH, which was probably a couple hundred quid. I think he's going for around one ETH right now. Oh, so. But he, he wasn't a starter back then, basically. Oh. Was. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, at the time, I had no super rare like exposure, really, to the point where like I'd be like, okay, in a couple of months, I might be able to play D3. It was just like, raise, 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 even though I bought him as a super rare sort of thing. It was just like off the cuff sort of uh, buy. But yeah, man, that, that's killed me a little bit. But in terms of, um, in terms of a, a highlight, it would have to be this week, man, coming first in the uh, under 20, under 23s. I had a moment today. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's cheering in the Zoom. We're all here. God, I wish this was working. I'm going to try again. But <laughs> I was playing Call of Duty yeah. um, today with Coltrane, who's on yeah. Twitter, uh, and a guy, A. Robbo. I think his name might be Aiden. Don't know if I'm allowed to tell people that. Sorry if I shouldn't have done <laughs> that. But uh, ended up, I, was, I just signed on for a little game, and the lads were there and invited me. First time ever playing COD with them. And they were saying about Harry is on fire. Mm. Harry is on yeah. fire. You want a Cody Gakpo, didn't you? And you yeah, apparently man, I you've been churning out yeah. tier ones left, right, and center. I've been on fi- like honestly, it's weird. Like I couldn't altogether. My- if everyone's there, Harry's on fire. Harry's on fire. No one's unmuting their mics. It's just me. All right, Harry, go on. Nah, mate, I don't know what's going on. Seriously, December has been unbelievable. Like. I think I've won four or five tier ones, which have all been goalkeepers, but that's a different conversation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've won two tier twos. And then, yeah, the star rare, man, my first ever star rare. I'm honestly like, I honestly am spe- speechless with it, to be honest. Like I didn't expect mm. to get near one, to be honest. Like even though I've been sniffing around the tier ones, I honestly couldn't get near a star rare for, you know, for the last year. And um, yeah, last week, mate. Or oh, this week, technically. No, it, it's amazing. Like, long may it last. Long may it mate, last. It's just like, uh, like I, did a, I did a stream a couple months, uh, about a month, probably a month and a half ago, where I was just like, I'm changing the strategy. And it was just like, I started selling off a few players that 
well, for, I mainly sold off all my Champs Europe players that weren't under 23s because I was just like, I have not won or have not won a single card since joining the platform. And like, I've had a, I've had a few unlucky weekends, to be completely mm. honest. Like I've had, I think once Anthony Lopez was playing um, St. Etienne, he got a red card really late on. And I was like, I was not top 10, but I was like top 20 in, in championship D3. So that would have been a nice card, but honestly haven't had a sniff like, so yeah, I just, I just pivoted to the 23s and, um and, and challenger Europe to be fair, but I'm heavily Belgium. And obviously that's been played, you know, they've been having games over the last sort of couple of weeks where some other, you know, leagues haven't. So maybe, you know, I've, I've, t- it's, it's an unintentional, well-timed sort of win, but it happened, you know, I've, I've got mm. to take it all day long. Like, Absolutely. The thing is, the, the luck around wins and all. You know, we're all putting ourselves in positions. Winner make winners make their own luck. That's what I always say. So, like, whenever you get it, you take it. You know, it's there because you played it that way for a reason. It's there's, there's a lot of skill involved, um, but there is obviously the aspect of luck. It's like playing poker. You know, you get them all in with aces. You can get shafted. A bit of luck required, but I mean, you're putting yourself in the position to to win. Um, so fair play. Um, so that's the highlight. Did you give me a low light? Yeah, Lola was the the trade. I'm oh yeah, the... sorry, you gave me the trade. You gave me the yeah, highlight. No, you're fine. I yeah, I don't really think I can. If anything else is, well, I'm, no. To be fair, I'm I'm pretty sort of lucky. There hasn't been many lowlights, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, another highlight is sort of starting up, you know, making content again over the last sort of couple of months, mainly through the streams and that. Because like, <clears throat> obviously, I I joined in Jan, but I I made a couple of videos, but I was just like. I know this is a solo podcast, but I was just a bit scarred from what happened, you know, on the previous platform yeah. that we were all on sort of thing. So I was just like, I don't want to get stung again, you know, not that I was making money from those videos in that sense. Like I didn't, I weren't an affiliate of that other platform. So it was, it was different, but um, yeah. yeah, I just didn't want to put all that time and effort into videos to then get shafted again. Right. That was my thinking, but I've, you know, over the last sort of six to eight months, I was like, you know what, this, this platform solidified. I can see it having like a massive future to be fair. Like, and that's why I've, you know, just dive, you know, dived into, you know, I, I really enjoy the streaming side of things. Like I've bought myself, like I've got a job and stuff now in America. So I'm, you know, was able to sort of buy, buy a few streaming bits. Like I bought a Mac mini thing for streaming, whatever. So like, yeah, I've just sort of got myself on my feet in that sense, like, you know, hardware wise to, to get a few streams out there. Like, cause that's, that's what I've been wanting to do for a while. Cause it just, it means I don't have to edit. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, it's amazing. It's so Isn't good. It? <laughs> yeah, editing is a killer. And to be fair, you, you're like way better at editing than me. You do like a lot of like cool things. And like, I just think of you as like the explosions. And, like, oh, no. Nah. Like, I mean, I, I probably, yeah, I mean, like, going, because I, I mean, I started YouTube like when I was 19. It was like, I'm not that that was that long ago. It was like five years ago. But still, like, back then, it was like to be good on YouTube, you had to be able to edit. So, like, you know, I tried all the weird transitions and that. But with this type of, platform you don't really need it with no. your whole vlogging stuff yeah 100% that'd be class like mm. you know there's there's room for that sort of editing in those type of videos but like you said we're streaming and that, that I don't think people want to see any of that you know what I'm saying they want yeah. rawness um, yeah. yeah no I completely agree um, so JW's had to bounce out um, some issue with his internet he obviously didn't want to pump a player Very <laughs> a lot of integrity that man Harry have you got a player you'd like to pump Ideally cheap enough and accessible, but is there a player yeah. who you think could be worth more money this time next year? And I can look back to them and see how they all went. I'm going to have a little 
I'm a little butchers now. I mean, I've agreed with a couple of the ones I've been um, told already, like the Nico, the Ezekiel Palacios is another one mm. that I like. Um, I'm going to go with like this like this rogue one, right? That isn't going to... Yeah, it's really rogue. And he's... I don't even know his price of his rib. I'm going to check it now. Um, okay, you can't even... Well, there's no one up for, you know, for sale. There's only seven in the world. Um, he plays for the 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 Denmark team that got uh, introduced, which is, or the Danish team, which is Alborg. And his name is Lucas Anderson, right? Yeah. I think he's recovering from an ACL injury and he should be back early next year, Feb, Jan-ish. Um, he's their number 10. I think he was at Ajax as a kid and um, he's 27. I, I do own his Super Air, bought him for 300 quid. And he's been sitting there for months. And I was just looking at his sofa score sort of stats because that's the main app that I use, um, you know, for just diving into yeah. the players. And he's just on fire. There's just greens everywhere. There's goals, there's assists, there's penalties. Um, albeit he's been injured for months and months now. I think he got injured in May. Yeah, May 24th was his last game. Um, but yeah, he's going to be my little rogue pick for, you know, maybe a comeback season next year for um for him and i think he's captain as well if i'm not mistaken but yeah i'm gonna go with lucas anderson from alberg there's, there's some really accessible limiteds there in the market like you're talking you can buy one now for like four euro there, oh yeah three yeah 334 i'm looking at here jesus yeah, yeah. It is um yeah. proper proper cheap now obviously once you go to rare there's only seven and there's only one super rare in the world surprise surprise who owns it <laughs> Mate, but, it was just uh, one of those it happened like I have this knack of like just just chilling on the sort of you know new auctions page and uh, whatever time and if there's just a rogue super rare um i'll end up buying it if it's cheap enough that happened mm -hmm. with your babe Vitessen, who's psv striker and he's been on fire for me um now that like maduaki's been injured and ritsu dohan's injured loads of their strikers are injured basically and um yeah yeah i picked him up for 500 quid and i think his rare is now selling for let me check well, he's roughly nearly half a coin in, in rare. So I don't even know what the, the super rare would go for if someone wanted to sort of dive into there. But Nanzo won one 29 days ago. So well done, Nanzo. But Big um, man, Nanzo yeah. loves the super rares that everyone pumps on this stream. Mate, he wouldn't, get, he wouldn't let me go near his Nico Williams, to be fair. Yeah, you tried to come up my Nico Williams at one stage. A while ago, yeah, mate. It was That was, yeah, a while ago. But I did try and come, come at you, to be fair. But you were fending him off both mm. hands. So I... I can't fault it to be honest, mate. But I am in, I'm in the Super Nico Williams club now, which is um, it's a proud moment to be honest. We own mate. in this in this Zoom call, we have seventy five percent of the, <laughs> of the ownership, and I think in this this stream we have a hundred percent. No way, hundred. Oh yeah, movers, Mark. Man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's um that's unbelievable to be fair, mate. But um, no, I'm predicting Nico Williams gets a move maybe January, but more like the summer. I've seen things on Twitter, like from, you know, like verified sources saying that, you know, he, they're listening to offers for him. So it's not like, this is like secret knowledge, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, yeah, I do think he's, well, obviously I watch him for Wales, you know, every game and I, I've known him since he was 16. So I've, I've seen in the flesh how good this kid is. And he's, he's frightening to be fair. Like he's, he's unreal. It's just a shame the team he's in and, and the, the quality of the fullbacks there, the lack of the lack of game time, but a great backup to have. So for sure, man. Harry, look, you, you've hit the questions, guys. If there's anyone who wants to bounce in, feel free to unmute yourselves and we'll have a chat. But um, 
I mean, it's safe to say, I think, that there's very, the low lights are, aren't that low, thankfully. The highlights are, are pretty decent. It's been a great year for all and so rare. Hopefully, when it comes to do this drunk cast next year, it's as, it's been as great a year, you know. Hopefully, it goes from strength to strength and lots of, I don't know. It'd be great. What I can't wait is, cause, you know, whenever we do, I do things like this and there's such a community feel, I cannot wait for COVID to just fuck off and there's money for charity. <laughs> And like for so rare to have like the so rare convention and this sort of stuff because like I got a taste of it when I went to Barcelona and it's class because I don't know the percentage I should put a poll up but I don't know do any of you have someone in your real life that you can talk about or play so rare with or is it all internet friends? I have one. You've one, and do they yeah. care as much as you? Because it's nice if they do. What you say, sorry, mate? Do they care as much as you, or like, do they have like a team? In you um, I I told him the week I joined in January, I was like, you need to get into this Sora. He was on Football Index with me. I said, you need to get into Sora. It's gonna boom, and he did. But then he sort of went missing for six months, and now he's back. So oh, it's nice know. having him back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about the rest of you lads who are here? You feel free to unmute yourselves. Um, any real life friends? Nope. Nope. Thanks. Thankfully, the missus still listens to me about it, and she cares more than me. Wants to take all the money out, but no, <laughs> no mate. My my girlfriend could not give a shit. She's sick of hearing about so rare because like we'll go out in a dog walk, and I'll go off on this rant about content and what I want to do with this and why I want to do this, and do you know, and she's like the amount of podcasts and things I do it all. She's just like, oh yeah, it's just get written off as like so rare to her. And then if I ever drop figures, it's like the ears start wiggling and her tail starts wagging. Do you know, <laughs> it's like, oh wow, okay, but um, yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a great year. I suppose what I'll do is actually something I said I would do is if anyone has questions or or things for me to pose to the to the floor, drop them in the comments on YouTube. We'll stay around for I'll stay around for another fifteen twenty minutes anyway. Um. Oh. Question. Yeah. English so rare vlog. When's it happening? Come on. Spill some date. I swear to God it was gonna happen. I had it in my head one hundred percent. Got everything kinda of half ready um for the end of January, start of February. Whenever I went to Barcelona I said it happened. I can't wait until March to do another one, which is when I've kinda of got one pencil in McQuinney. I was like, end of January, start of February, has to get another one in and COVID. It's just too hard. It's too hard to expect people to commit, book flights, trains, hotels. Because uh, you know, I was amazed. I didn't think anyone would. People did that for Barcelona. I think a lot more people would make the effort if it was in England to, to get to the city for the weekend or for a day at least. Um, and even just for me, like I'm in Ireland, so getting Ireland to the UK isn't even like a shoe in. And I, I just maybe. Do you think prediction. the best city in England would be Manchester or London or Liverpool? Where would you think would be the best place to, to try and target? People from London will say London, but I think if you're talking central, where's the easiest to get to for everyone? I don't live there. See, from Glasgow, it's all the same. It's just a train. It's just what train you get and how long is it take. Yeah, it's just one train's three hours, one train's four hours. Like, that's that's how it is for me, you know, like. Liverpool have obviously got the most licensed cards. Yeah. I I thought Liverpool, because then I could go and see Trent and it kind of makes sense from a a vlogging standpoint. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know? But otherwise, it's London, and it's like, okay, I'll go and buy a Rudiger, will I? Do you know, like, <laughs> do you know? No, we get, we all, I've already got one. We all get a Timo Werner, and then we do it. We're like, oh, we're in London, and, and we're all Timo here. Werner's like, oh, I'm in London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what a coincidence! We've all got Timo Werner cards. <laughs> here. 
you know when the next one could be? It won't be in England, but dear God. Do you see how Nicholas tweeting out? Was it Christmas Day? Something about giving away a bloody... Not it was giveaways the wrong kind of word, but the whole experience of like playing um, football tennis with a superstar yeah, yeah. in HQ. I posted my little vlog thing. It got a bit of traction. I'm pretty sure if we're going by likes, I'm the winner. That could be a vlog. Imagine going I didn't post anything. I didn't post anything and just liked your tweet, John, to be honest with you, because I thought, you no, know what, that's, that's a... That that's yeah. a that, that that's a winning tweet. That's why I thought you know. That's that. the team, Quinny. Well done. Sir. I wouldn't have done that for you. I, I didn't even like any of the other entries. I was <laughs> I like, one. I was so like, I'm not supporting anyone else here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in this to win this. But um, yeah, I think like England, there'll be a meet up on the cards there, and I think there'll be a hopefully a squad shows up. But other than that, there'll be a few of them all over all over Europe. That's the plan. Because I, I was over the moon with the response to the first one, so. Um, let me see. Have there been any co- any questions thrown in? Niche favorite player stories. J.K. League answers preferred. Says my name's just Ro- just Rob. Any niche favorite player stories? Well, look, my favorite player is Danny Parejo, hands down. I love the man. A bit of history there, and he was almost like a troll player for me on a previous platform. But how good is he? How good is he? Oh, he's he is a B-tech, B-tech, Tony Cruz. The B Tech Tony Cruz. I just want to go look up his scores. I think Probably anything I say is about him, but my, my favourite kind of Asian and whatever player is uh, Arturo Osaka. That's been my my favourite one. But he's only kind of came good over the last little bit of the last season. Midfielder started playing up front. It transferred from a good team to or a good team that became shit to a good team fighting at the top of the table. That was good fun for me. I bought his super rare for fuck all because he was shit and nobody was playing him and he was doing crap. And then, as I bought him, the transfer just, happened. Quinny's just thrown about three hundred quid into the uh, into the charity pot in that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my charity pot; it's John's. Yeah, no, just for you. You'll, you'll be the name of charity in another couple of sentences. <laughs> well, I've, I've got to thank you, Mark, for uh, my first ever unique. So, thank you very much for that. It was lovely of you to accept my offer. Yeah, I'm not, I might be on day three of my COVID recovery, but I'm not going to fat finger that last offer. <laughs> So has anyone else, any other niche niche uh, players they've had any sort of stories or grown a, a connection with? If it's Tywo, Tywo, Team Tywo. You're a big fan of him, aren't you? What's what's that about? Did he play for AFCON? He's going to be the AFCON top scorer. Mark my word. That's my prediction for 2022. Tywo, Awanee, AFCON top goal scorer. There we go. Was he like, like a personalised player mint for him? A personalised what, sorry? Well, didn't you get like a personalised player card or something for being like an early adopter of his? No? Yeah, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a fun one. When, when there was 30 of us playing, basically at the end of the first season, everyone said, I think it was done in, I can't remember how the order was chosen, but I was probably about midway down the 30, maybe two thirds of the way down 30. And basically everyone got asked in order, you're allowed one of the players from that season and you would get a special ambassador, an early ambassador card of it. So obviously the first ones that got chosen were the Hans Van Ackens, the Declan Rices, the West Ham ones. So by the time it came down to like, I think Mamba went for Malinovsky, which was his favourite player from Ukraine. And then it got down to uh, me and it was like, there's, there isn't much left. But yeah, Tywo was technically on Liverpool's books, even though he'd had two loan spells that season with uh, Muskrin and, and uh, Ghent. So yeah, I was like... I didn't know what the potential future value of these things was. I wasn't looking at it from a commercial point of view like I would normally look at a card. 
So if I was looking at it from a commercial point of view, I'd have gone for one of the West Ham players, thinking that they got a, a much larger fan base worldwide than any of the Belgian players. And so, yeah, that was the one I chose for, for myself. And, you know, I was quite, I was surprised that so many people subsequently went on and sold their uh, early ambassador cards um, over the next few months. Because, um, you know, they clearly will not be cards that will ever be produced again. Um, yeah, maybe we'll get some equivalents at the end of the season or we're already getting more special cards for, for various things, for the tickets and so forth. But, um, yeah, I just thought they were, I, I still think they are, if not the coolest design out there. Um, you know, the, the, the font on the player names already makes these cards from the first season look, you know, a lot more vintage. The dark blue for the navy blue for the super rares, I think it keeps them standing apart from others as well. But mm. yeah, no, I mean, since then I've just charted his progress really. And that's thanks to something like, thanks to Surreal. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I watch the occasional Liverpool reserve game. I watch Liverpool under 18s. Um, but yeah, this was another way to get me a little bit more connected to a, a Liverpool player that I perhaps wouldn't have uh, spent so much time watching or following. Fair play. Nice one. So rare is all about. I had a question to throw out there. Yes, who would be your first choice of player to have on the podcast, barring who's been on already? So I'll ask Ichi is that to have in your own content to listen to on my podcast, whatever. If you could hear or talk to one player for content purposes, who would it be? Um, take it, anyone. Mario Balotelli plays for Adana Demispol. Oh, It'd be boom. decent. Imagine that conversation. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be good, Surely. wouldn't it? That would Come be on, Zlatan. Get them Zlatan. Yeah, I mean it's easy to say like Ronaldo or Messi, but I think they'd be like, oh, what, what on earth is this shit? I think <laughs> like I, or would I go for like the crazy player who everyone wants to hear? I mean, imagine talking to like Joey Barton. That'd be funny, but like. <laughs> Or do you just actually pick like a PK or like a Griezmann because they might be able yeah. to actually talk? A PK definitely speaks English, like because they'd be able to talk about so rare. Like that's probably yeah, the move, I, isn't it? I want Griezmann on. And have you seen that moment he had playing Football Manager and he's like, "Mbappe, I've just signed you for Newcastle," kind of thing. That's yeah. what I'd be like. I'd be like, "Let Griezmann, I've just slotted you into my uh, SO5, yeah. you know, global all stars team here. I hope you perform." <laughs> I've stuck you in a Ponty D3. You yeah. didn't make the cut for the real lineups. That's, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you insult them. What yeah. about I think it would be good to get someone that's big in the FIFA world, like you said there, Alex, mm. in terms of someone that already does football manager that could potentially bring a larger percentage of football manager crowd across to awareness of Sarrea. There are a lot of players. I mean, Trent, Jota. Ben, ben Foster. Alfonso yeah. Davies. Yeah, some, some of these guys that play FIFA, get them... You know, on the on the Sarah bandwagon, and then maybe they can start to infiltrate their uh, circles and convert more people across. Lacroix, mm-hmm. the TikTok star, he would be a good laugh. Is he big on TikTok? Is he? Nah, he did this one dance with um, his lookalike. Who I got fooled in one of my videos to thinking it was actually him originally. So <laughs> that's why he's in the giveaway. But, yeah. Nice. There we are. I think if we're talking about football players that are big on social media, the I think the be all and end all for the current generation is like Alfonso Davies. The guy's like a mad phenom, isn't he? Like he drops hundreds of mad things that people mm. love. I think he's the man. Haaland. But he's not like big man. He's, he's cyborg, isn't he? Yeah. But I think like the thing with Davies is he plays FIFA, doesn't he? Um and streams and stuff. So like when you look what at What about Davis and his birds? Obviously she plays for like PSG, doesn't she? So 
imagine imagine like we had women's cards on here she's picking her women's cards or vice versa whatever and he's picking mm. whatever you know what i'm saying imagine that as a video well you seen the one he does with the backstreet boys he, he like mimes the song have you seen that no i haven't oh it's brilliant it does like all five parts of the backstreet boys oh, no, I have, yeah, no, no, I have well, one at a time I, I oh imagine. it's fucking that was the first thing i seen <laughs> i thought this guy's guy's like new gen you Mm. know famous yeah well i'm hoping hoping that this podcast the so far so rare podcast if you watch it on youtube find it on wherever you get podcasts and subscribe i'm very hopeful there'll be some big guests in 2022 because like look being completely transparent whenever you like i do this with 137 p.m here in the bottom corner down there if you're watching on youtube and basically how that whole kind of thing works is like I come here and talk about something I know about and they basically distribute it and all that stuff. But they're kind of part of their thing is getting talent and getting guests. And, do you know, they get loads of wee dickheads like me who want to do a podcast and they say, oh, yeah, okay, we'll do this and see if it works. But this one does get listeners and does get engagement, right? So they're, we're kind of at the stage where they're like, oh, people actually will listen to John talk shit about NFTs. So now they're able to probably lean into and hopefully get a few more guests so Quinny's in stitches in the corner. Unmute yourself. I want to hear you laughing. I want to hear that beautiful laugh. He's dying in the corner here. He's just falling off the screen. Um, but yeah, so I'm hopeful that we can get some like big guests. And it's again, what I always promise is that every Friday there will be a chat with a so rare manager, someone who can talk about so rare. I don't want to become a podcast that talks about football with people who don't really know about so rare. But equally, I think like having those bonus episodes with footballers with hopefully Gary V soon um, and people like that I'm really excited for that I'm really excited to see where the podcast can go in 2022 Quinny unmute yourself why were you pissing yourself <laughs> just um, he, 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 so, so, uh, uh, sorry it was just when you said the, the, the hundreds of me dickheads like you want to do a podcast <laughs> everyone has a podcast it's 2021 you know I know but it's just when <laughs> oh, people do I listen to John talk shit <laughs> <laughs> But it is funny, like, you know, like, a, a lot of people here, obviously Josh has done like two or three pods with me, you never walk alone does a pod every week, Harry and Alex all do stuff every week as well, like, we, when you make stuff, like, it is one of those things where you do take yourself away from it and you go, like, 500 people just listen to me talking about football, like, by myself for five minutes, it is like yeah. a weird thing to kind of be on the receiving end of, it's also lovely, and, uh, you know, I, I can't remember, I think it was probably... Alex earlier on, he was talking about all the comments and reading all that stuff and, and whatever. And it's like, it's one of these things that it's so cliche and sounds cheesy and whatever. It sounds like you're panned onto the audience, but it is 100% true. And anyone who ever ever does it, even like a friend of all of ours, Hendo, has only made like two videos. He'll be able to tell you the same. Every comment you read and every like that you see popping up, you are properly like, thank you very much. You know what yeah, I mean, to everyone that does that. It's really like, because we all watch videos, we all watch videos we don't comment on we all watch videos we don't like we're you know not that we don't like you know but you understand the point yeah and how little it takes and the videos you enjoy me personally speaking for me on and i'm can maybe speak for you guys as well to an extent when you do leave a comment you do feel like you always feel like you've engaged with the video in some way like it's you know it's maybe taught you something or the guy made you laugh or fucking something like that so to get that to, to get that back it makes it all all the more worthwhile, you know, as well, when it is like football and stuff. And one thing I did want to slide in, I didn't know why I'm even talking unmuted tonight, to be honest with you, but uh, one thing I wanted to say is Harry, by the way, the run he's been on has been fucking tremendous, right? But picking up that Vinicius Souza super rare, I think Josh may have had one, I know Pires had one, but Vinicius Souza has been like, 
oh, why have I not got one? Like, is really yeah. the question on everyone's yeah. lips is why have I not got an issue, Susan? I think everyone asks himself that, you know. <laughs> Mate, sofa skull, I'm telling you, is the only reason why I have a... No, 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 like... So he wasn't... I'm going on his... Oh, I don't know if I can find him, but he had... Um, he wasn't playing for the start of the season. And then probably like two months ago, he made, he had a game on like a Friday night, right? And I'm always on sofa score. And he had like an 8.5 rating. No, just like didn't do anything in the sense of like goals or assists. But I was like, wait, there was... Like, what's this guy all about? Looked on so rare and there was few limiteds, couple rares, and there was a super rare for 350 quid or whatever it was. And I was like, wait there, there's no way I can, you, I'm looking at it now. So I think it was, um, I'm looking at it. And, oh, no, it couldn't have been that far away. I'm trying to find the date of when that game was, but either way, yeah, he was just basically, he made like 10 tackles. It was just something stupid, like 15 ground jewels. I was like, this is a, this is an A God waiting to just burst. I bought him for 350 quid. Didn't buy a rare at the time. Don't know why. Obviously I'd probably didn't have no, no more money in my account or whatever, Ethereum, but like, man, yeah, that's turned out to be probably the buyer of the year in that, in the sense of like, Easy. yeah, like to be fair, I bought a Ben Johnson for four quid. So that that's up there, but the Vinicius Sousa in terms of, yeah, in terms of like, actual so5 score jesus christ man he's he's walked me to like the last sort of five or six card uh card prizes like because no one else has him as a super really obviously there's a couple now but uh perez has one to be fair he did have two but um yeah mate he's just the differential on him is just ridiculous right now like that's one on auction now h i know i saw that someone offered me like 2.1 ethereum yeah, um, yesterday. Green, yeah the, the, the guy three. who got outbid <laughs> Then, like, met, um, you know, like offered for mine, if that makes sense. I obviously, I declined it, but I mean, yeah, like, I speak to, to Perez quite a lot about it. And I'm just like, well, we said, like, if anyone offers us like four ETH or whatever he's up for, then I'd have to take his stupid money. But, like, yeah, he's just he's just ridiculous right now, like, absolutely ridiculous. Here's, here's a question for, for those that like, like guys like this, Vinicius Souza, you see a lot of people speculate on the challenger players. But you also then see the change of fortunes when challenger players, you know, transfer up to a bigger league and, you know, they've gone from being a big fish, small pond, uh, small fish, uh, big pond. Um, you know, 2.1, I mean, I've just looked at his price and his chart is off. Yeah, it's crazy. 2.1, solid amount of money. But if he gets an injury now, I mean, my way of thinking is I'd rather have, whether it's, whether he says worth 2.1, I'd rather have that 2.1 in a Champions Europe card because if that card gets injured, then when he comes back, he's still of a Champions Europe quality and he's going to retain his value. Is a, is a challenger's card that's that hype, that that much in form, just one game or one injury away from, you know, massive snakes and ladders going all the way back down to being a 0.5 ETH super rare again. Whereas, you know, you'd retain, you'd surely retain 75, 80% of the value of a, a high level Euro champions card that you know unfortunately fell victim to a you know uh, an injury because they'd come back and they'd still be that they'd still have one and a half 1.75 worth of value surely how do you how do you play that I mean do you not see that the do you not feel that the challenges is that much higher risk higher reward everyone's scampering to like de-risk de-risk their position yet these cards for me seem to be that the, the highest risk on the platform or amongst the highest risk well, Vinicius is quite a weird one because he's actually on loan from a second division team in Belgium. So I don't know if we can sort of 
make that argument with him specifically, but if we can like generalize it, yeah, I guess it is a worry, but I don't really play him in challenge. I'm he's scooping, he's scooping me up under 23 prizes in that sense. So like I know in real life he's obviously playing in a challenger sort of league, blah blah blah. But yeah, on your point of like Champions Europe type of value and stuff, and obviously if they get injured, they retain it. Yeah, that probably does apply, but like I've just got rid of all my Champions Europe cards and, and sort of swapped them for 23 players because I can't win for Toffee on in there. So like yep. I'm not interested in any of them at all. And I know Josh is of that same sort of opinion, and we haven't really spoken about that like at all, really. But I just that's just you know my understanding and my sort of viewpoint of it is like I don't want to hold Champions Europe players right now, anyway. Might be different when the Prem comes on, but yeah, in terms of Souza, I mean. You know, we could say that about any player, can't we? Any player can get an injury tomorrow. It's like if we're playing that sort of game, then it, it just gets like a bit dicey, doesn't it? But I, I, I completely get your point, but it's a it's a sort of a, a tough one to dissect, I think. I think I with think those I'm... challenger cards, like you, you you can get unlucky with the transfer or whatever happens with them next, you know. But I think it's I think it's kind of understated how like normal luck can happen, if, if that makes sense. Like they don't go anywhere amazing, they don't go anywhere shit, they just go somewhere else where they go from being a 65 plus average to being a 40 to 50 average. Burkhouse was my one of them where I shot yeah, myself thinking he was going to Wolfsburg and then he went to Ajax. Yeah, which isn't necessarily the end of the world, like, but I think, like, you do, like, I think Mark's got a good point in the sense that you do have a time bomb on, like, the price of what, what a peak price is, but equally, it can totally flip on his head. Like, Vinicius Souza, like, you're saying he's on loan from Holland Division 2. My understanding of Vinicius Souza is he's like a CFG kid, so he's like owned by City or whatever. So, like, Whenever I, you know, whenever I, I came across him, I seen the stats and everything. See, the first thing that happened, I get mad deja vu about Douglas Louise. Like I was mad excited about Douglas Louise going to City, like because they signed him. He couldn't get a work permit. And he got loaned out, I and mean, I think we seen him on FI. He was one of those guys under a pound you'd maybe get for IPDs once in a while. And uh, he's also went to Villa and did quite okay. So when I seen that guy, like a little Brazilian guy midfielder, that's the kind of vibe I got. And when you have that, when you follow players that have a career where they go to Aston Villa and they become an okay midfielder. That's not the same as becoming like a works or a, a top-end player, but it's still like a good career, you know? Yeah. And if you're accepting going from challenger to champion, that is like, it's not the most likely scenario, but it is a relatively likely scenario. Then yeah. I think as long as you're aware of like, because we all want to play doomsday scenario with stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm really bad for it. I always try and play doomsday stuff out and I'm sure everyone else does. Like what if the guy breaks his leg, it doesn't come back, etc. But Quite often, what happens is the average outcome, which is they go to the guy, the team that's twelfth in the league, and they're there for three seasons, and they go to our team that's eighth in the league for four seasons, and that's just the average football player's kind of career. So I think it's as long as you kind of know what you're getting for the time scale you're you're going for. That's that, that's a fun bit as well. Is like maybe they come back, maybe they get the big transfer, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think it, again, just going off Sue's himself. He's not scoring goals or assisting. So it's not as if we're asking him to do the same in Champions Europe. Like if Wurtz is playing for, let's just take like Noah Lang, for example, or CDK. Like if they go and play for, you know, a decent top five European team, they probably won't replicate the same amount of goals and assists they're doing right now. Let's just like on average. But for Souza, he's not doing that. He's just going around snapping people. So like, <laughs> like we're not, we're not asked. It's not like, this is not like, we're not asking for like decisives here. We're asking for him just to go around and rat and just break play up and pass the ball. Like it's not sort of like the hardest thing to do on a football field, really. 
Um, and I think that's more transferable league on league. Because if you're playing against better players, they have the ball more, they have more possession, you have more chance of trying to tackle them. Yeah, they're better players, and you know, it's gonna be harder to tackle in theory. But if you're like physically superior, which he seems like he is with his stature, XYZ, then I don't see there being that much of an issue. If it was goals and assists I was relying on, then 100 percent I'd be sweating. But because I'm not, I'm I'm a little bit more relaxed, if that makes sense. I think when when you believe in the quality of a player and you you are aware of the risk and you also set yourself in for a case of this isn't a, a six-month play. I'm not trying to milk rewards for three months and then try and time the seal and it's that kind of everyone shitting themselves to get out and try and play that game. The, when do you jump out and the other 99 owners of rare cards are playing the same game? That That's one thing. Whenever you kind of strap yourself in and say, I, I believe in the quality of this player. Do you know, Coop Miners was my horror story where he was King Coop Miners. He was amazing. He went to Atlanta and I was like, I'm going to hang on to him because I believe that he has quality. And now he's yeah. getting goals every so often. He's getting a wee assist here. He's scoring well all around. But then there's I mean, the likes of Bodu who went to Nice and he's not done very much. And I think it is. It's just about understanding that. I'm sure there's people who get caught up on the phone who don't really understand football, come in, buy a bunch of high-scoring SO5 players based on so rare data, don't understand those risks. But like for me, another one that I'm having that constant back and forth in my mind about is like Charles de Kedla. You've already mentioned him. Um, it's like, I don't know. It probably is the time to sell, but I really like him. <laughs> I use him all the time. But it's like I don't know if I want Charles de Kedler if he's playing for pick any team that he could potentially go to. I don't think he's going to a top two, top three club. He's going to be dick. I don't think he's a starter. I think he comes in at a mid table club in Italy in. Uh, Germany and somewhere and he, he kind of does alright is kind of what's probably going to happen and he won't be anywhere near as good from SO5 but where is he in three years that's a different question and it's it's about strapping yourself in for that or timing the sale around good form I think you kind of need to pick one or the other um, Yeah. but I'm kind of half cut here and talking shite um, <laughs> it's been two and a half hours um, I, I'm tempted to start to wrap this up is there anything anyone wanted to talk about or anyone wanted to throw out there before we do so oh. I want to say one quick thing. Uh, I just imagine Dan, because obviously Dan at SoRare is watching this, and he's just thinking, Nicholas, stop fucking tweeting, mate. They think we've got the Premier League. All, all we're announcing is the rest of some shit clubs in France or something. Calm down. Yeah. That's literally... Dan's there with his glass of sparkle of water, thinking, oh no, Nicholas, we done fucked up. Yeah. We haven't but got like, any of There's just been an announcement, actually. Is there, there's a Monza special weekly for, uh, for Game Week exactly. uh, 2T35. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm going to have to sign off and start scouring the market to make sure I've got eligible cards for that one. <laughs> yeah, Josh thinks the Premier League's coming. Little does he know it's Serie B special weekly. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, no, that's funny. That is funny. So, yeah, look, thanks to everyone who watched. Thanks to everyone who came on. Um, please do like the video. Please do subscribe to YouTube and go out, go over and check out the So Far So Rare podcast. Um, and yeah, look, here's the 2022. We've a lot of content creators here. Let's hope that your podcast keeps going from strength to strength. Um, Mark, it feels like, I have to say, it feels like recently you have lost interest a bit. Talk to me about that. I want to ask you about that in terms of, like, Hybe seems busy. Is Hybe busy because there was the footy and pods and you used to be my go-to. I don't have my podcast to listen to, so I go to you every week. And there's been a few weeks where I haven't had a podcast to listen to. No, I, 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 I'll tell you what it is. Uh, I think it's because it's people like yourself 
uh, all of you here and, and and those that are contributing to the wider community is that there's just so much good content out there at the moment. And as far as we're concerned, I mean, look, we've had, what, 60-odd different guests or 60 mm. pods plus uh, over time. And look, it's easy for me. I just turn up and say, welcome, welcome, as you know. And um, <laughs> Hybe's Hi the one that does all the editing and, and, and all the grunt work behind mm. the scenes and then just posts it out. Um, no, we thoroughly enjoyed every single one of them. But I think moving forward for 2022, I mean, I've personally got some some different bits, which can't say anything about yet, but there'll be some stuff coming out for, for me over in 2022, football related, car related, Sarah related, lots of different stuff. Um, but I think we, we're just reflecting on the format a little bit and we, you know, we still think we've got things that we can offer. Um, I think within, within Blackpool, um, we've got a dedicated person that provides stream content. And so anything that is Sarah or Footium or Meta Soccer or, or any of these new games that are coming up, you know, we'll probably give our opinion via there mm. uh, on that stream. Um, but no, I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, there's, there's so many people out there like you guys that are, are dedicated to building pure Sarah content. You're building your own streams. Yeah, I, I think I can't see myself doing a, a, a pod a week. Uh, certainly not as uh, as committed as I was up until more, most recently. But look, I'm happy to, to come and chime in with an opinion here and there if anyone wants me to uh, to say a piece. But no, I've certainly not lost any of the enthusiasm. There's yeah. too many people chomping at my heels to uh, to, uh, to to keep me uh, uh, occupied. Um, but as I said, look, I, I hope I've been open and frank when you gave me the opportunity to answer some questions today. I, I, you know, I have said openly that I think there are things that can be improved within the platform and I hope that uh, they will be in 2022. Um, but because of my enthusiasm, because of my passion, perhaps it has been time to take a step back because if I suddenly get on my soapbox and start talking about, I really would like to talk, then I, I don't want to bring any, you know, unnecessary negativity or, you know, I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep things to myself until yeah, that, that they get sorted out. Yeah. Well, look, I'm, I'm happy to hear that everything's going great and everything's there. All the, the enthusiasm is still there. But as, as I say, whenever I make one of the few podcasts that exists, it's like you're, you're a massive part of my listener. My, my I don't know, my listening list every week. You're the first thing I go to. So, um, yeah, hopefully you and Hybe or Hybe alone or whoever can, can keep it going in some way, shape or form. But thanks for all the great podcasts. And hopefully we'll have you on the So Far So Rare podcast soon to, to pepper you for a bit longer than I did today. Anytime, guys. And yeah, I appreciate all the work you guys do because I say that the most challenging part, which is something which started two and a half years ago, is the word of mouth. It is, and it is very difficult to educate someone. And, and it was a funny question you threw up to all, all of us and said, have you got any mates in real life that play this game? I think mm. people just think I still play with magic buttons all day long and bobbleheads. You know, they have absolutely no clue, yeah. you know, what, what I've been doing in, a, in, a, in, a, in my study for the last two and a half years. So um it's gone beyond the point where i want to even sit down and talk to some people and say hey this is what i've been doing it's just like <laughs> it's yeah. just too too far away but anyone that spends time like you all do producing content that allows someone new to look at this and understand it you know they're not going to grasp all of the the variables in the first 20 minutes i had a guy you know dm me today you know, oh, I've seen, I've seen you've got a few followers that are, you know, what, what tips have you got? And it's like, it's such an open-ended question. You can't suddenly yeah. answer that question in five minutes and expect someone to, to hit the ground running. So anything that you do that allows people to, and encourages people to want to spend time to learn and improve and, 
and understand the game better. And even if it's directing them to one another's content so they can get, you know, as, as many different viewpoints as possible. Oh, it's invaluable. So, um, yeah, as, as long as that happens, I think we're all we're, we're all going to assist each other with this next phase of growth. Fingers crossed. Well, look, Mark, thanks a million. Um, happy New Year. I hope you have a good one. And to you, gents. Cheers. See you later. Um, I'll go through each of then, I suppose, just quickly. Harry, what's happening with you then going going forward here? You, you're looking forward to the, the, the year ahead, and thanks a million for your time tonight. Of course, mate. I appreciate you having me on. Um, now, like... I just want to do more like like your goal was probably towards the end of this year to get to get a Barcelona vlog out like I went to a few Nashville games this year and like brought my phone and then I was like trying to do a bit of vlog but like I just don't feel like oh, you're going on your own it's just like yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's just not it's just ain't me like I haven't really got the confidence to do that like and yeah making videos since I was 19 but it doesn't mean you you have the confidence to sort of like do it's that different outside really, your bedroom I find uh, no, it is, man. Like, I started when I was first on YouTube making, like, football videos. So I'm, it's me playing football. It's different to, like, speaking to the camera. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, it's less, like, I don't know, less in your face sort of thing. But, yeah, I would love to do basically what you did um, in Barcelona and, and do that somewhere in the U.S. and, and get a few games uh, under my belt. But, obviously, I just don't really want to do it on my own. Like, like mm. you know, you want to do it with people, but there's a very limited amount of people. But, funny enough, I do live very close to a guy on Twitter who's into Sora now and he has a very nice gallery and stuff. So I've not met with him in person, but um, yeah, maybe we could both go to a, to a Nashville game, even though that's three hours away from me, but then Charlotte FC are now, are now in the MLS and that's only two hours away. So that could be a bit more accessible. Um, but yeah, ju just, just get some more in real life content going, continue the streams. I would like to do something on Twitch, maybe like, stream on twitch and then just throw it over to youtube i don't really know how it all works i'm a bit of a noob you might know more than me but yeah it's just basically just turn out a bit more content and just yeah mate just just keep growing in that sense like to be honest have have some fun well good luck and spoiler alert to everyone watching now harry's the next guest on the so far so rare podcast so we'll get to pepper you a bit more and i hope everyone at home throws some questions at us when i put out for them next week um or whenever it happens to be i'll check two days just are lost yeah, well, we, I don't know we did, we did have a date, but you can have it when it, it doesn't matter. We, can, <laughs> we, 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 we have a date. Amend. We have yeah. a date, but in my head, and I know it's in my calendar, so I will be there, but it's like, at the minute, I'm like, I don't know if it's a Sunday or a Thursday. I really don't know, but um, I'm going to guess it's like a Tuesday. Maybe it's a Wednesday. Anyway, <laughs> Harry, I'll chat to you whenever I'm going to chat to you. Appreciate it, mate. All the Good best, man. lads. I'm just going on the order on my screen. Next up is Alex. Alex, talk to me. What are the plans and happy new year and thank you for your time tonight. Thanks for having me on, mate. Always good to chat. Um, yeah, so going forward, pretty much more of the same. I want to make it uh, all the like content I put out as engaging as possible. Um, one of my big goals is to meet with all you guys, not like vlogging or whatever you say, but like, you know, just meet the people you're speaking to and mm. most importantly, go to a football game. Like, I think that's probably all of our favorite things to do is just sit and watch the football with your mates getting drunk. So uh, if, if it's in a, if it's a different country, I'd absolutely love that. If it's in England, Scotland, even better. Um, but yeah, it's just, just pretty much more of the same. And, and most importantly, just like making like new friends, even if they are online, like even people in the chats that I haven't really spoken to, um before so yeah just brilliant to to connect with different people and and get all those that positivity rolling into the premier league 2022 <laughs> so uh... <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's hope so 
Well, Alex, look, thanks a million for your time. Happy New Year, and um, I'm sure we chat very, very soon. Next up on my screen is Big Man Josh. Josh, you must be starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or something based on your company. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, mate. Obviously, I'm a minnow compared to uh, these guys in the content sphere. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I would like to. I just, as Quinny and a few of us know, I run my own business full-time, so doing anything content so rare-related mm. is just i just don't have any time to do that to be honest um but yeah no absolute pleasure to be on um i've really enjoyed it so thanks very much mate no thank you very very much for your time and last but not least is jonathan young quinney the other half the other third of the so rare johns (laughs) what's the crack so tell us quinney you've tell us as much or little as you want 2022 is going to be exciting 2022 is going to be exciting like yeah as little, uh, as little as possible at the moment but yeah big things will be happening i'm like i'm like when... trying to coax it out of you <laughs> but i know i know you can't and that's why it's fun <laughs> why it's fun big things it's gonna be a great year for absolutely everybody honestly like i just even just listening to all this shit now i'm just like oh, this is gonna be so good man it's gonna be one of these things that like see the weird thing you can tell them I've properly had a lot of syrup tonight, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, um, it's you know. See, what I said I said something earlier on. I was talking about how, like, I think it was the price of one of those guys. And I was like, I don't mind saying that because I was so surprised with this year how much shit they actually like, achieved and moved on. And yes, mm. I am drunk. Yes, I am bullish and all the rest of it. But a lot of the problems, Mark kind of touched on it earlier on. Um, I think, you know. The thing I wrote in my notes was the swan analogy. I don't know if you've ever heard the swan analogy before. If you've been in business or some, maybe some sales jobs, you've maybe heard it before. But if you watch a swan swimming across a lake or whatever, it kind of glides, it's a swan and it's majestic and all the rest of it. But what you don't see with the swan is under the water and what its feet's doing. Right? And that maybe can last 20 minutes if you're motivated enough to make that the case. I'm not. Um, <laughs> but I think what we're going to see is so rare I've been pedaling away under the water and it's one of these things John everyone who's kind of with us now in this chat knows when you're making content like people only see it when it's finished they don't see it when it's 80% finished they don't see it when it's 10% done they only see it when it's finished you know so as much as we are kind of harping on at them for stuff we are only going to see shit when it's finished so I think that there's going to be a good chance that they've been pedaling away and we're going to get to like February March April whenever it actually will happen it's going to come at some point and it's going to be like boom feels like we're all going to be uh, what i can imagine is we're all going to be chatting like oh they've fixed all the problems you know that's that's just <laughs> kind of what if that's just what it feels like to me is like it feels like it's going to be like it's a bottleneck situation i kind of i keep getting that kind of feeling so yeah that's just what i'm saying right now <laughs> fingers crossed fingers crossed i hope you're right Quinny. and my 35 super airs can run riot you know yeah, when you need that bottle of Dettol, Quinny. <laughs> it's, it's not Dettol. It's much it's stronger. <laughs> we can win some uniques, you know, we can start to fight up at the top end. Like, it's funny, like, I, see, today, right, I was, like, kind of doing some other stuff outside of the house and whatever, and I listened to your interview, John, with 137. I listened to You Never Walk Alone and Hybe. And, did uh, you hear me butcher what's so rare is? DJ. I did, yeah. It was it was cringy. So I, I so I'm on a cascade. I listened to, to Harry, I listened to Alex, 
I listened to the Andrews from last night, so I only watched like half of it live or whatever. I watched like honestly, I must have went through like seven or eight hours like just on the speaker while I was busy listening to stuff because I knew we were doing this tonight. And um I was just honestly it's just it's so crazy like how much has happened over 12 months. It mm. feels like so much longer. And I really can't stress that enough. That's just my kind of main thing right now is that it feels I oh, sorry, the reason I got into that rant, see I have had a wee bit too much syrup at this point, is I'm eyeing up uniques. I'm thinking at this point, man, I've got to be getting one of them, two of them in the back pocket. And I look at like Mark's gallery and it was really good um, to sell me that Nico Williams tonight for 0.1. That's a lovely <laughs> unique tag to my collection, you know. But outside of that, you know, that's something that I think at the moment, he was talking about Supervers earlier on, that's the same kind of feeling I'm getting. So I think see when all the problems get fixed, because at some point problems do become solved. They've got maybe 10 problems and now at one point in time, they aren't going to have six problems because they've solved four of them. And then at another point in time, they're going to have two problems because they've solved another, you know, three or four or whatever. And as these problems get solved, what is the kind of the cascading effect into stuff? So um, I'm I'm buzzing, man. I'm buzzing. I'm fucking ready to go. I want some uniques. I've got some limiteds. I've got my first legend tonight. And it's fucking 2022, man, is going to be some year. It's going to be fucking epic for football. Quinny, if you've got an E stored up, mate, it's just lost a bit of value. We've had a 5% dip since we've been on stream. That's all right. <laughs> Panic stations. <laughs> Quinny, I love it. I just bought a Mediterranean just to tie some up. Quinny. Keeps you grounded. Yeah, I'll tell it. you something to wrap up the stream. I tried my best to get you a beautiful Christmas present, Quinny. Oh, thank you. And I have to say that we started streaming at nine o'clock and I thought of the Christmas present and tried to learn it and execute it by about eight at eight thirty. So I had and we were on a call fifteen minutes after that. So I had fifteen minutes. And it has to be said that I am no means musical, but there's a keyboard behind me and I wanna try and play us out with something. So oh, no way. I'm gonna turn it up. I'm probably gonna butcher it. But I hope people at home are able to hear it. Um I promise you next time we do content together, I'll actually have it. I want to reiterate, I gave 10 minutes to it earlier. So, let's see. My back is to you, but trust me, I'm playing it. So, right, Connie, you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Right, that's one side, okay? And then it's... <laughs> that's as far as I got. What I'm seeing us out with that. That's brilliant. I'd see us out with that. I'm going to stop there. I got the Dutch courage. Very good. Um, yeah. Class. I'll end the stream. And uh, you don't have to leave Zoom just yet. But um, goodbye to everyone on the stream. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, we'll chat to you soon. <laughs>